Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808, the 90s rap podcast that's swinging through your town like your neighbourhood Spider-Man. And today we are bringing back from much requested, must I say, uh, a debate, a three album Crate 808 traditional, our trademark uh, thing we started with. I think you meant, I think you meant me and Jambo. We've, <laughs> we've, been much, we've much requested. No? Sorry, sorry, yes, uh, uh, that's true, that's true. Bringing the debate okay. flavour today. Obviously, there he is, putting in as usual, Raymond Ridge with his beer in Perth. Yes, the Boom Bap Crusader. And we've got our rap nerd in New Key, James Midwinter in the house as well. Welcome back, James. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? <laughs> good. Good, lads. Good. How are we all doing? We're doing a debate today. We're back. We're back. Ray's been fiending for this debate. Ray's been Ray's been uh, researching his album for roughly half a year. Let's see how much he's got to bring when it comes to that episode. A year, hour, half an hour. It has been a while, hasn't it? This one's been on the cards for ages. <laughs> it has. It has. And get this, yes. guys. We've actually got mapped out 12 debates. So we could bring you one a month if only, if only we could find the time to do them. And Ray would pull his finger out and turn up on time. Uh, diss. Subliminal. Not even a subliminal, just a diss. I'm subbing you. I'm... It's projection as well as if it's mine and Ray's fault that you're always busy. Mm. <laughs> and it's say you, Jumbo. You're all right, mate. Uh, but, <laughs> but today's debate, it's a big one. I think it, generally these albums are considered kind of classics of the 90s. Uh, maybe not by Ray, but still, uh, we have got Ghostface Killers debut, Iron Man, which I will be bringing. James is going to be bringing to get into Crate 808. Which one of these is going to get in? Jay Z's Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. James, I'm ready. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for more jigger on this pod. And Raymond <laughs> is going to be bringing, which I thought was a surprise for Ray because I love this album as well. Lab Cab in California by Far Side. So going to be big. Uh, we're going to split these into little episodes. First up, we're going to do Iron Man. But before we do do Iron Man, repping by the way, repping. Just so you remember, it got. Oh, let's see. Stand up so we can see the. Can you see? Can you see? There we go. Okay. Quite a low effort design, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> I give that six out of ten. Low effort, <laughs> high impact, especially when you're going to nursery and people looking at it going, Iron Man, isn't that part of the Marvel Universe? It is. It's also the outro track to his amazing debut album. But <laughs> right, but before we before we jump in, before we jump in, uh, we've got to do what we usually do, lads. Least hip-hop thing in the last 24 hours. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm going to... Well, James, you told me a story <laughs> off mic that you could use. Uh, Ray, I'm going to go to you first, my friend. And good work on repping that tea, by the way. Anybody want that tea? Create808.com. Go get yourself one. Go get your mum one. Whoever, go get someone. Yeah, one. just just get, get me another one. Get one that fits better than the one that Ray's got. <laughs> you just come burn, on, look. when you just when you when you just anyway. When you're getting hedged. So, what have what was the question? What were we talking Le- about? Least hip hop thing, Ray. Always the least same. Hip-hop thing. Always the same. Least hip hop thing. Uh, the least hip hop thing in the last twenty four hours. It's, it's the last two weeks actually. I've just, I've been moving house. You can probably see in the back. Can you? Oh, you can see the shelves are empty. They're, they're oh, where are you going? Yeah. Where they're are you empty. going, Ray? I'm moving five hundred meters down the street. So it's not Why? far enough. It almost isn't worth. Well, I haven't. Um, I haven't hired a van or anything. I've just. I've got like a little like beach trolley kind of thing. So I've just been loading up a bag of that and just <laughs> taking it bit by bit. And you think what? you always when when you're moving house, you're always like, um, ah, this won't take that long. And then yeah. like it'll take three or four trips. It'll maybe take ten trips with a thing. It's taken fucking three weeks of just fucking shifting bits after work. I ain't got a car. So, you know, it's not like I can just load up a car and move down there. So I'm Can like, you not put one in your cop car? 
some of it in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's too what far away. Wagons? You know, I've, I've, they get suspicious, but I'm like, I always, always want to take trips to the, back to the city because that's where all the best coffee is. And um, yeah, they just, if I'm like, oh, guess you never go on your own. So you, you come with someone else, like, guess what task we're doing today? We're um, just shifting boxes for this <laughs> investigation. <laughs> for this investigation, we're going to shift boxes from, from point A to point B. Yeah, don't ask why. Don't ask why. Good. Yeah. I like that. Can I ask why you're moving only 500 meters of the street? Uh, so I'm moving in with a mate. So he was in my, sp- in my spare room and basically the housing market, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, boring story. We just we moved to a place down the street. And my mate happens to be uh, a pers- person who, he's a drunk Somalian. So that relates to the first, <laughs> first, 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 the first tune, the first tune here. Oh, wait, he that, he likes- that is superb segue. There we go. Superb segue in. I had another one because I'm moving. The, the, the last thing left here is the computer for this because there's no we haven't got internet in the other flat yet, mm. and I've also got my box in hand. Oh, good, good, <laughs> hey, good. Hey, What's hey. for tea? What's for tea later, yeah, Ray? What's yeah. for tea later? Is it something with chips? Assassination Day. What references are we talking about? <laughs> what are we, are we fish, talking about? Fish, fish, easy oh, reference. Yeah, Very fish, simple. Yeah, okay, the simplest okay, yeah. reference, I'd have thought. That's probably uh, it. That was a good setup. That was a good setup. We'll edit that in. It's fine. Yeah, we'll edit yeah, it in. Be, well, I like that. Um, so the least hip hop thing, moving down the road, 500 meters. Like it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it, Ray. James, what, what have you got, my friend? Uh, I'll tell you the story that happened earlier. On it's actually interesting. I want to get your your take on. It's, it has something to do with like uh, COVID decorum, but mm. uh, I was walking down like a small pla- passage off of a park to this morning with, when I was walking the dog and there was a lady at the other end, but she wasn't like looking at me or anything. She was just stood there looking off like literally the opposite direction. And like, I didn't even notice her until like I came out of the passage and she wasn't looking at me. She was just sort of standing there. And then I walked off and she just went, wow. <laughs> And I like was like, I don't, I, I didn't even think it. I was like, oh, I wonder what she said. And I just carried on walking. And then she was, she said, she literally said, motherfucker, like that, <laughs> which is like, not what, and I, I turned around and she was looking at me. And then I, I was really like, well, oh, you were waiting for me. But like, I didn't, how was I to know that? You that weren't is... even looking at me or like looking like yeah. you were wanting to walk up the passage. So I, like, and I found this, that people get really angry about on the street COVID decorum of like the two meters thing, which I know you're supposed to do, but like at some points, like you, you go through your day and you, you, you fuck it up. I've heard people do get really fucking angry about it, don't they? Like yeah, They do, they do, they do. That's quite hip hop what she did though, isn't it? Just call someone a motherfucker the, the in the street. That's the weird thing. <laughs> Being called a motherfucker in, in, especially in a small UK town is like, it's not what you expect, is it? Yeah, it's like, oh, hold on. Wow, but, I feel for you, man. Do you get, do you guys get angry? I mean, like, I get it. Like you want to be as, like mm. far away from people as possible. There are mistakes. People make mistakes. I think it's human. Yeah. In this, actually, to be fair, Ray's the wrong person to ask about this, but like people yeah. make mistakes and it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ray in Ray's world, okay. obviously, but. Yeah. Ray believes in mistake. You're out. You're done. Get out of here. What would I you like- think about it, Ray? I mean, you're in Australia where there is no no COVID. You mean like Iron Man? I haven't forgiven him since this came out. It's just like, no, this is not <laughs> this is the biggest, the- most overrated album. You're going to make another well, wild statement here, Ray? Right, what's the wild statement? He usually makes one of these every episode. Go on. Well, we've already done the 1995. This is the most overrated album released in, in 1996. There we go. Done. The most so, overrated. Right, there we go, people. Yeah. Email yeah, yeah, us. Yeah. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write, wind this right up into I got the mailbag. Every, every, every year of the nineties, I got, I got plenty actually. For yeah, just, the 90s. just in case people are listening and on YouTube, uh, whoever's watching, subscribe. By the way, there you go. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, all that. Uh, Ray can come like, come off like a uh, takeover Terry, you know, or like, like, oh, I'm just doing, I'm doing the hot take right now, guys. This is like, no, <laughs> this is exactly what Ray is like. This is actually, he probably really believes this is the most overrated album of 1996. Unreal. Um, it's because it is. It's because it is. It's anybody who correct. wants to counter this argument, email us, create at gmail.com. Because I want to hear the other arg- argument for this. Uh, but, Ray, I think you're wrong. We're, Incorrect. We'll get but- into why. We'll get We'll get into why. <laughs> it's fine. But we're gonna get, we're gonna go in, uh, people. Create808.com. Sign up to the newsletter. We're doing a Patreon. This Iron Man episode, obviously, we're gonna go in. We're gonna talk about it. But there's so much in this album I can really dig into, and we're going to on the Patreon. We're gonna do our Wu Tang Chronicles, and we're gonna go through every solo project of every Wu member, and we're gonna start with Ghostface, and we're gonna do Iron Man Supreme Clientele, blah 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 blah, all these, and Iron Man will be on there as well. So sign up to the newsletter. If you want more of this, if you enjoy this, uh, but before we do, I suppose I should say my least hip hop thing. It's not very good. It was I was about to watch a hip hop documentary yesterday, and opted to watch a comedy, uh, Bad Neighbors, instead. So I went from non hip hop. <laughs> although Bad Neighbors does have hip hop. It's got some hip hop in it, in it does, doesn't yeah, it? Like what is it? it? They really like a particular hoodie who. The hoodie who. The hoodie I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Outcast hoodie who. Then they start spitting the verse to who. Fucking love that. Yeah. Hey, what's up? This is Black Thought, and you are now rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. This is Stretch Armstrong. Ooh-wee. My name is Bobby Garcia, a.k.a. Cool Bob Love. You're now listening to Crate 808. Hey, yo, what up, y'all? This is Prince Paul, and you're rocking with Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, it's EV Evidence, Dilated Peoples. You're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast, my favorite shit. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Master Ace from Brooklyn, New York. And you're checking out the Crate 808 podcast, real hip hop. So go on then, Cam. Cam. Why do you think? Go on then, Cam. <laughs> right. Why I think then? Why you? Why I think Iron Man should be in Crate 808 ahead of Volume Two, ahead of Lab Cab, which I I love both. But Iron Man, obviously on a personal level, I love this album. But let's just go through why I think this album should be in. Right. First of all, it's one of the first albums I ever heard that rewarded multiple listens and real digging into lyrics which let's be honest today is a thing um you wouldn't have genius without it being a thing there's this there's a, a moment in hip-hop where you can listen to all eyes on me rewindable moments absolutely because you're bumping that amazing beat but when you're getting something new every single time Iron Man is one of them albums, maybe the first for me, where I'm getting new things constantly, all the time. Even now, 20-odd years later, I'm still getting that. Also, it birthed one of the most successful, consistent, and influential rap artists of all time. You can say 36 Chambers did. You can say his other stuff on Cuban Links did. But this is his statement. This is Iron Man, which is, let's be honest, quite different to all the other Woo albums and very singularly Iron Man. It paints that portrait of a, of the guy that we're going to go and fall in love with over the next 10, 15 years. So it proves that examples that rap isn't just about meeting criteria that's been set like binary mode, like good raps, good beats, good this. Yes, it has all of that. But this, I think, true game-changing stuff in art 
comes outside of those dimensions. Yes, I can attack this binary mode of this is what should deliver in hip hop or whatever music or whatever art. This does that and then goes, by the way, you've never heard anything like this and we're just going to bring it to you, which essentially is the language cadence flavor of these guys and we're going to go into flavor in a little bit but that's also another thing i think this brings as well as cuban links both brilliant double like you can watch them listen to them back to back and they complement each other brilliantly and yet are still quite different from one another it has a heart to this album that lies in friendship family chaotic chaotic heartbreak like not normal heartbreak the kind of heartbreak that leads you to do tracks like wildflower which i'm sure we're going to talk to but it has that to it as well and also if you think about the heart to it it's aged brilliantly because of that there is no syntheticness to this album which you could argue is for volume two there isn't this clout chasing there isn't a by the way we know what's happening in rap and we're going to go for that no there is an integral truth to this album which is we are who we are we speak how we speak and if you love it jump on board with us if you don't it doesn't matter because the the people who have jumped on board with us are going to have fully enriched lives for the next 15 years also it ushered based in- off of the lyrics I, you're going to have a fully enriched life based <laughs> off of these lyrics I will bring you things I will bring you things that have enriched my life from this album alone let alone Supreme Clientele but we're going to go into also Man. I've got to say this ushered in a wave of slang vocabulary that Cuban links did as well absolutely did you can't I don't think you can really talk about this album without really mentioning Cuban links you got to have to you don't have to. I think you might have no, to. No, you're going to have to because this is a three-way debate, not like the entire Wu-Tang <laughs> versus um, well, yeah, Jay-Z you're and right. Farside. You're right, you're right. I, I think, though, that that album obviously is complementary to this in so many ways, but this also helped usher that wave of slang vocabulary and, and things that literally changed the way I understand the English language and its use. And just on a technical level... It's the thing that wrapped up Riz's five-year plan. Riz's plan of, I'm going to True Master Big Up. I still think Riz putting this together, being one of the final albums he ever really did for the Wu fully, is one of the things we should always look to and be like, how did that five-year plan map out? And what did Iron Man bring to that? And I'm sure we'll dive into that in a bit, but on a technical level, not only do you have Riz at one of his zeniths at that point, but also it has, for me... The best one of, easily in the conversation, one of the best features in rap history and one of the best rap openers in rap history. Obviously, if you guys want to argue this point, createaway at gmail.com, email us in on your favourite features and stuff. But in the 90s especially, I would say these two things carry this album as well as the heart, the soul music, the exploitation samples and all of that jazz. Now... I'm going to post this to you guys. I've obviously got more I want to go into. We've got our categories. But guys, give me give me your thoughts on Iron Man. Whoever wants to jump in. Well, so you said primarily, which caused me to start frantically writing notes. I realise now there's not actually that many notes. But still, it's, <laughs> it said rewards 
rewards it rewards multiple listens and mm. still gives you rewards to this very day you still discover more and more in this album because mm. it's such fucking gibberish it's an entire <laughs> album of just nonsense they just talk about absolute nonsense and some of it like Ray's verse and Daytona 500 Corolla Motorola hold of all but some of it is beautiful nonsense but it's it's still nonsense. They're talking absolute nonsense and multiple tracks of... Okay, the track started... Oh, hang on, let me just skip it forward. 30 seconds because there's a fucking 30 seconds of nonsense at the start of almost every single track. <laughs> so, right, give me an example. What do you mean nonsense? Like, what... what not? Because I want to well, talk no, about this. I can, I yeah. can stop you. I know exactly what... This is, this is like trying to take Ray to the Tate Modern. He's just going to be like... <laughs> It's old. A kid could do this. It's fucking rubbish. Oh, uh, uh, Ray and the Tate Modern. I think we've done that before, Ray, me and you. And I thought it was a very delightful experience. But I like the fact that Jambo brought that example. <laughs> but uh, I just want some examples of, of nonsense. Because just to give you a caveat, uh, on all of what you've said can be applied to almost all of your favourite MCs, my friend. No, Especially no, Eminem. No, Especially no, Eminem. Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Ray is right. Ray is kind of right. What you've just said is it, they heralded in a whole new fucking language mm. that if you're on board... These are your words, not mine. And I'm they held in a whole new language, <laughs> mm-hmm. and if you're on board, they take you on a journey. And if you're not, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get out your dictionary, this is this is when Cuban links was argued as well. You have like a, the, the Wu dictionary, and if you get on board and learn it, you can learn that these there's secret hidden meanings and everything, and <laughs> that's great. Like that's a rewarding, yes. As they, I said, it's rewarding. Yeah, yeah, but it, the I don't English, agree. In, there's already enough for the English language to learn as it is. <laughs> You know, I like, really need to learn the lang- this language first, and then learn learn their language as well. Is that your argument? There's no one make any new creative stuff because they've already got loads. Don't worry about it. That's moronic. No, right. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it. It is gibberish. You're you're arguing that they're gibberish. It's not gibberish. Show me the gibberish. Write some. Prove me example. Where's the gibberish? Because we can go to Eminem's last album that you loved and you brought to the table, and Eminem does it all the way through. You just said they heralded in a new language, mm-hmm. a new phrase that Where's you gibberish? use to this day. I'm Where's calling gibberish? it gibberish. You're yeah. calling it a new language. It's the same thing. But I can go into it. I can go thing. into the rewarding moments and stuff like that. But if that's the if that's the basis you're, you're coming still from, still deciphering it to this day. Whereas all eyes on yeah. me, I, I got it first time. Came out the same year. That's the album that I kept. And Iron Man is the album I gave. So. Back. Yo, what up, y'all? This is DJ Premier, and you're checking out the Crates 808 podcast. I put an S on it because there's more than one record in the crate, you know what I'm saying? So that's how we dig, that's how we play, and that's what real DJs do. You heard? That's why it goes down. We out here. Would you say, right, something like Rocky or Rocky 2 or Rocky 3 are your favourite films compared to something like Godfather, which you can watch over and over, or Taxi Driver or something like that? Are, are they? Are, is that how you live your life generally? Because if it is... I've watched, I, I watched Rocky again a, a thousand times over Taxi Driver. And okay. What was, the, what was the other? And Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> I ain't watching Godfather again. <laughs> okay. You ain't watching Godfather again. You're talking Godfather to the again. wrong person well, here, Cam. You're talking to the right person. But no, now we know where we're coming from. I think in rap, in rap, James, I want to talk to you as well about Iron Man. In just rap, gonna, just so gonna. you know, I would say, yeah, I love Rocky, mate. It's me, me and Artie's favourite marathon. We love Rocky, but we also love Godfather. There's different rewarding experiences. You live your life <laughs> that's, getting rewarded. That's Michael, jo- that's, 
That's Michael Wrong Jordan way. as well. This is all 90s. This is all 90s. This <laughs> is a very 90s guy. Although Rocky was 80s in the 70s, mate, as well. So, But it version's nice. But anyway, what I was going to say was, if you're talking about gibberish and nonsense in rap, let's, let's make it very, very clear, yeah, that in rap, there's been things that sound great and they say nothing. You are saying nothing. It's actually nonsense what you're saying, but it sounds great. I'm not saying Iron Man does that, but I'm saying in hip-hop, you can find millions of examples of that. And my first example example to that for you would be your favorite rapper Eminem does it all the time your last album Iron Man has more substance about soul and heart and life than anything Eminem did in his last album even though he talked about the political stuff that was going on the uh, cancel culture whatever it is yes Em I love what you're doing but you're saying you're, you're saying some of the worst punchlines I've ever heard James what what are you what are you bringing to the Iron Man chat so like Jambo 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 Got, got really heated up. Got really heated up early. Big time. Big time, man. Big time. I'm not even started. I'm on that much of the notes. I'm ready to go. It's weird because I, when I listen to the old podcasts, like we're all shouting over one another, but now I just, <laughs> you two start and I'm like, better just be quiet for a bit. <laughs> let, let those old podcasts were chaotic. Yeah, you're <laughs> let right. them blow the steam off a little bit. Uh, I'm like in between both of you guys. Like you, you Ray's right and you're right. They're, I mean, I... I feel just on this point, just on the lyrics point, right? I have got no issue with, like it is gibberish, so race, right? But I also think it's art and I like it. So there's the two sides of it. Mm. Woo to me, like the Ghostface has got a quote, which is uh, the the way to make good music is get some official beats and say fly shit over them. Brilliant. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's I've I've read that quote before. You either like you you either like that or you don't like just it. Just fly ass like, rapping, man. Fly ass rapping. It's like Love Mark it. Rothko. He just got some official canvases and just put some fly color on them. Love it. And like people like Rain would look at them and go, it's just fucking block of color in it, shit. <laughs> but like other people can look at it and feel something. And like, there's there's a middle ground there. Like, I don't sit yeah. there and like think, uh, like, there is. There's, I mean, listen to this, right? Raekwon yeah. verse three of um, what's the track? Uh, Assass Assassination Day. Let's go. First of all, before we move on, this shit is like a Yukon. Don, spread it out like Grey Poupon, splurging, merging in the suburbs, using this just like an adverb, action word, flowing like a blackbird. Means nothing. It's just gibberish. Right. It no, sounds whoa, whoa, great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If, if you read, if you, yeah, exactly. It sounds great, <laughs> but it's actually just braggadociousness, which is fine. That's what hip hop is. It's right? not even braggadocious. I mean, he's saying he's got a slightly expensive mustard and it's a bit like his car. And then he says, Do you know what an adverb is? It's an action word and I'm flowing like a blackbird. It, it's just. It, no, but a black. No, this is the thing. Oh I don't think that is gibberish. Enrich my life for the rest no, of, for the next fine. ten years. That's not fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't say. I didn't say the assassination day would be. That. But I tell you what, there's stuff in this that does do that, and you will always. Well, I do. I always think, oh yeah, fuck that that couplet that came out of that. Obviously, it's biased because our our experience of this album is different. Some of obviously some of us listen to it all the time. I'm not saying I didn't. don't like that. I love that start to a verse. It's great. Mm. I will. I will spit it back, but and like enjoy it, but. Assassination it's, Day is, the, is a hidden gem on the album as well. It's good. Well, we're yeah, going to go really to categories. We're going to get to categories. For, we're going to get to categories. For a, different, but, for a different reason than what you're saying. Well, we're going to get to categories in a minute. Let me just go into then, because we're talking about the rapping. We talk, I, see, I understand all your points. Ray, uh, Ray, I see your point. Jambo, you're coming more in the middle ground. Uh, let's just dive in then a little bit to this album. And again, if you want more of this diving in, we will do it on Patreon. So jump on that. But for now, 
for me, one of the first things I always remember, even listening to this album, one of the first things was the opener and the skit and everything about that. And the people have talked about it forever. And but but that skit is incredible. I want to talk about it in Sample Corner in a bit. I've not seen that film. Is it? We should watch that film. The Education for... of Sonny Carson. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we like should. We should. Yeah. <laughs> um, I checked it out and. Uh, one of the things about that skit is it's it world building, isn't it? And this is what skits can do really well, or it can do really badly. Bathtub does it brilliantly on Doggy Style. We, we have it. We have skits everywhere. But this skit brings something different to Woo as well. I remember listening to it and thinking, I'm going to get Cuban links. I'm going to get crime. And this is like, no, these are kids. These are fucking kids talking like this. And then when I heard, for me, it, it blazing in my mind, the opening verse, I would say, right, the way Ray comes in on that and rides that beat, it's one of the best displays of riding a beat and flowing I've ever heard. Like, that that way Ray comes in, and there's three standouts in this. Uh, I was looking at standouts just generally. Obviously, we've got to talk about Kappa on Winter Wars, probably the standout, but Ray on Iron Man and Ghost on Daytona 500 are their moments, uh, actual moments where you're like, fuck i've just i've just recognized that this is how you should fucking start an album and again ray doing that thing ray probably is one of upon his getting up onto his apex at this point i would have thought and just the pounding momentum it kicks off the album with it's not about let's slowly get into something or whatever i didn't need that at this point when i was listening to it and the the way ray rides that beat insane the hottest bars on here we have a hottest bars category so i wanted to jump into some of the hottest bars Obviously, we all love Ray going, uh, 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 just simple, but very, but it's in my head now, uh, 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 but Kappa is amazing. But Ray, let's go into Ray, right? Some of these bars, incredible. So, starts off, yo, Gambino ends, who swipe theirs, deletes rap cavaliers, midgets who steal beers, <laughs> give them theirs. Right. Midgets who steal beers? Why, why are midgets stealing beers from these guys? That's, are these kids? Are these kids that he's talking about that are stealing their beers? If there are kids stealing beers from Raekwon and Ghost on the corner, the fucking ball's on these kids. Let's just be honest, right? I want to know about these kids. Sample these kids at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking... That bit always got me. And then one rhyme that I never could figure out, but I just love it. Mitten raps, they crocheting. <laughs> Right, so mitten wraps is just a brilliant. This is what I'm talking about use of English so, language, which we're going to go into, which is like mitten wraps being a better way of saying something that's been said before. The way they use their slang, although you might call it gibberish, when you call something mitten wraps, I'm like soft ass fucking wraps that you wear at winter. I don't know, it doesn't really work, but it, it kind of does work, if you know what I mean. And that way of flipping the language to make me think differently about whack ass rhymes is amazing. And that's in the first fucking few lines. And then you've got Ghost, who then is referencing fucking Winnebago's. And he's like hitting white label, left the Winnebago unstable. And I was like, what the, f as a kid, I didn't know what fucking Winnebago was. And he was like talking about swallowing raw eggs and all this. I was like, right, right, right. So what is a Winnebago? <laughs> I, I did watch a very good horror film about Winnebago's, by the way, which I need to talk to you guys about. But it was just like, this is use of language, again, I've not heard underneath prime rizza like what more do you not that you want that that's cuban links that's this that is everything that he's been doing in that five-year plan and then he's fucking rhyming about telephone watches he's like rhyming about telephone watches what the fuck is a telephone watch like i don't even know and that at that point i was like ray and ghost are on another level here like they're on a level where only they probably 
can even talk about this to each other, if they egged each other on in the studio, to just go for it and just fucking let's just do it. This is how we talk anyway. And then that opening track, Kappa fucking Donna, man. Kappa Donna. I need to put some fucking... Let's put some flowers on this man's name, right? Because who else is at home every evening I have a by-myself meeting thinking who's going to get the next... Who's going to be the next to catch a beating? Right? This guy, when he when he beats you up, he's not thinking, I'm going to fucking beat this guy up. I'm going to act on my impulses. No. He goes at home, meditates, doesn't need any of his mates, switch off his phone, meditates on it and thinks, well, who's going to catch a beating? That lady at the park, that lady at the park <laughs> earlier is doing that right now. She's at home <laughs> meditating on the house. She's going to... I'm going to catch a beating. Yo, yo, yo. Just interrupting this episode to give you a quick update on our plans for 2021. But before I do, just remember to subscribe on YouTube and like this video. Also, get involved in the comments. We always have some dope takes on there. So shout out to people that are getting involved. We love reading them. And hopefully some more of you guys can get on there and we'll shout you out on the episodes coming up. Now, on to 2021. We here at Crate 808 are setting up a Patreon where for the price of a pint or a coffee every month, we'll be bringing you even more dope hip-hop episodes. Simply go to to create808.com subscribe to the newsletter you'll get all the updates on our plans but as a taster each month we're thinking of bringing you 90s rap hidden gem album reviews that you can vote for so if you enjoy people like Master Ace Diamond D The Lynch Mob Paris Big Noid Blase Blase we'll be doing a lot more of those we're going to do our Why I Love series the MF Doom and Jay Diller editions each month we'll bring on a guest and dig into why they love a certain Doom or JD track and then test that love how deep is that love next up we Tang Chronicles Ghostface Killer Edition. We're aiming here, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad, but we're aiming to go through every solo Wu project and we're going to start with Ghostface catalogue. So we're going to go in, we're going to talk about the music, we're going to talk about the fashion sense and just some of the amazing bars he's dropped in that career. And uh, the Griselda Marathon, I want to do it, I want to do it. If we get enough patrons, we're going to do it. We're going to go through every single Griselda project and really let's dive in, yeah? So get involved. Hit up crate808.com, subscribe to the newsletter as well as the YouTube and the podcast. Now, Back to the episode. Mate, right? When when you hear someone who's so threat that's really threatening to me. That that's really quite like, oh fuck, that's quite scary that you would do that. That um, but with fly ass rhyming, it's like you're you're doing all these same things I've heard in hip hop, argumentative stuff, braggadocious stuff, just random lyrics sometimes, but they do it and it just sounds they're so cohesive in this album. Oh, I've used the word cohesive, I'm sorry. In in this album opener, Iron Maiden is just one of them. Yeah, tracks that stands out for me. I, I just wanted to know what you guys thought to Iron Maiden. Uh, yeah, I obviously it all just comes back down to I, I think both of you don't listen to Wu Tang, right? I don't Wu-Tang think you right. Oh, no, right. <laughs> I don't think you understand. I don't. It, I don't think you understand how to listen to Wu Tang. Go on, neither of you. I think that's I why do, you're I do. I, I, I do. <laughs> oh, just for don't. you, isn't it? Just, just, just don't. Just don't. Yeah. I think we. You just got it. Obviously, I, li- I listen to the select the the, the good shit. But I just, there's a couple of tracks on here that you know will come will be on a certain list, but um, only a couple. <laughs> the lyric basically for me, you either take Woo as being really deep, or you take them as being fun, and they're just fun for me. And like, yeah. they're not deep. I don't find the. I don't. I, I think you can look into the lyrics as much as you want, but it's just it is gibberish. But it's fun gibberish, and I, I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. So listen right. To, so when, when I'm you're more saying, interested in the beats and the way that they flow over the beats and the way their voices sound on the record a lot of the time. The record and like and certain words they use, it is amusing certain things, but they're not deep. So you, you're not getting not any deep. heart from tears or all that I got is you or motherless well, child wait, all or that any I got of that. You, all I got, all, all that, I, all that I got is you is the only one that speaks. Yeah, sense. exactly. Yeah. All I got, got you is so tonally different in terms of the way totally. he uses his lyrics. It's, um, it could be on a different album. Like, so no, but, so but we're yeah. talking about this album, and it is on the album, and you've said that there's none of that on this album. Or woo, there is, there is heart. No, no, there is. I feel there it, is heart. And I think there is substance and depth. The fact that they use not to this, not to, no, not, not to assassination. But though. that's exactly not that's to, exactly the point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. All the, the fact that all I got is you is there and. It is a concept tune and he does stick to the point and it mm. does have meaning. It does have thought in it. It's like, well, why didn't you put more of that in the rest of it? That's what my frustration, <laughs> well, not even frustration. I'm just like, all right, I, I listen for it and I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need to come back to this anymore. You know, I'll take my Daytona 500. Thank you very much. And then I'll move on. Same as incarcerated car faces off, um, Cuban links. Just, that's it. Those are on the, you know, if you were to put together a, a list of tunes that, like, if an alien came to the planet and wanted to know what hip hop was, you you put that would be on it, wouldn't it? But um, you know, you just say, just just, just have patience for thirty seconds because it's a fucking nonsense thirty second intro to most of the tracks. See, this is album. it. I think this is it. If you're saying the skits and stuff is nonsense and you don't feel any of that stuff, I can't help you. Like that's different. That's to me, I feel the depth to woo. The fact that they're talking about uh, fucking God and and you might not agree in religion, whatever. I grew up in a very religious house, so it was around anyway. But the way they're talking about it, it's also like, oh, that's a different way to have faith in things. And that is depth. I'm sorry. But, but it's are we not talking nonsense. about Assassination Day here? Are we, ta- are we you're you're about focusing on Assassination Day. So can we just get to, I don't know what it is you've got, guys, but let's go to Assassination no, but you Day. Literally I, said, you literally just said you broke down the whole song and then you were like, what are your thoughts? And I told you my thoughts. And you're like, yeah, talking about Assassination Day. You told Iron me to Maiden. talk about it. Iron Maiden. We're talking about Iron I Maiden. Mean, uh, yeah, Iron Maiden or Assassination Day, any of them. These, I'm not talking the, about Assassination the, Day. Talking, yet, sorry, but we can yeah, get to Assassination so I'm talking yeah. about Iron Maiden. Like, sorry, I, I missed. You think Iron Maiden uh, is nonsense? The whole it album is. is. Whoa! Is I've just told you about Kappa. Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> this whole album is like standard woo stuff, other than all that I got is you. And like, yes, most standard woo stuff is just fun nonsense. That's that's what it is to me. But like, I don't think it's wow. bad. I just don't yeah. think the lyrics are deep. I just enjoy like the word the wordplay not on a sort of technical lyrical way i just enjoy listening to people rhyme benadryl with like a, a, a tremendously obnoxious yeah I love fuck, that. fuck uh, benadryl the violin and got knowledge god sounded ill tremendously yeah. obnoxious no blotches i uh that uh, has taken me a t- <laughs> i enjoy <laughs> that it's silly and fun Brilliant. but i'm not gonna that's not gonna fucking you're not nas with that kind of stuff however all that i got is you fucking that could be a nas song how fucking mm. the like, I'd say yeah. it's almost better than a lot of Nas's stuff. Yeah, like, that's in my Age the Best category. Song. I think Age yeah. the Best is that that track is incredible. I think that's the first track as well. One of the first tracks, I remember thinking that touches my soul on a level that other music does. Sam Cooke or whatever you listen to at that young age. If you're, cause I used to really enjoy those soulful songs. What I love about what Ghost does in this, he brings that to it. He brings soul. Absolutely. He's a soul baby. He fucking croons at times. The yeah, soul samples, yeah. no one else is using that. The black exploitation, no one else is using that in the woo. That that as well. And Mary obviously kills it. Um, 
But I'll say for that as well, I don't know if you've checked the video at any point, right? But the video is fucking, he is looking fucking fly in that video. Although I don't know if he can play a piano. And if he can, wicked. But he's sitting at a piano and he's got what I lo- what looks like a blue wicked in a, in a cocktail glass at the end. And I was like, that is some fly ass motherfucking shit. Like that. I do <laughs> like how he sat next to Method Man. It really touches me. It gets yeah. to a part of the song. I can't remember it. He looks at Method Man and they both sing it together. And I'm like, yeah, fucking hell. That is, this some... is great. Well, I've, I've got things I want to talk about. Can we to, just but... talk about All I Got Is You? Because that is just, I don't, I, I like the rest of the album, but that that's a that's top that, that's 10 like, song in history. Like we can do more of the notes I've got in the Patreon episode. Absolutely. But if you have more on All That I Got Is You, I'm here for it. What wells? What else have you got? It's the, definitely, I'd say uh, it's in the top five hip-hop ballads of all time. Ooh. Ooh. It's underrated. Meth and Mary up there as well? Way better That's a ballad. That. Way, way better. Way better. Way, that's, that's... Is Meth and Mary in your five? No, no. it's not. No. no it's wow, people, that's email awful. in crayaoaogmail.com. I want to know top five rap ballads. Because what is the criteria Pe- here? You're people just, are going to say stuff with like, the, the criteria of ballads, not, ba- not love ballads, but almost like... Like Brenda's got got a baby is like in the same category as this. Yeah. So it's like not a ballad. It's more ballads. of a message. You say like, yeah, message. Well, like a, like a, what's a like a, a sort of blues hip hop blues almost is what it's okay. like. Okay, okay. If I rule, yeah, the world. Brenda's got a baby's in there. Um, well, so sorry, right? What did you say? Uh, if I rule the world. Yeah, that could go in this a little bit upbeat, but yeah, I'd say I'd put that in there in that same yeah, category. Yeah, but well, the, the outro I mean, with yeah, Lauren. Lauren and Naz. Yeah, La- yeah. Lauren, Lauren's outro. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to the song. It doesn't like have to have a sing. It doesn't have to have a sing on me. It's on it for me. It just has to have uh, like an emotional heartbeat to the song mm. that tells me something about the struggle of uh, an artist, and in that way, like because that's what Nas's first album is kind of about. Obviously, he does it in a different mm. sort of genre of rap where it's more upbeat, but like it's about talking about your past and mm. your hardships, and that that's the blues, really. Isn't the, the, it? This, like, the interesting thing about that, right, is how troubled and dark ghost is as well as a person that comes across in this album obviously yeah. not for you guys but for listeners out there who have who really enjoy this uh, element the depth the, the the kind of darkness to it the psycho the psychosis to it to do something like wildflower which is age of the words let's be honest that's a psychosis <laughs> oh, that's a, that's the way you're going in is, is is it's amazing to me to think why someone would go that hard at someone and it's like fuck um Oh fuck off! I forgot to light my fucking lights, didn't I? Like a wanker. But Cam, right. don't worry about that, Cam. Like with Wildflower, do you feel like he is showing a vulnerable psychosis, or do you think he just thinks people think this is cool? No, well, think- every, everything I've read up on it is apparently with Wildflower, especially he wasn't. His his life is mad. Like I don't know how much of how much of yeah, ghosts yeah, you know. The fact he went to like Africa and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah, went to Benin and got stuff like that. that. Yeah, he was yeah. talking to Ray on our Instagram and he was saying like how Cuba Links was really fun. And by the time he was about to record this, he'd heard, uh, obviously his brothers were very, very ill. His mother was struggling to deal with those guys and, and the family generally. And then obviously he then heard, oh, by the way, I'm diabetic on a level that's going to affect my life for the rest of my life. I think he went to this album with that. He just came in like, fuck, what the fuck is going on in my life? And then went to Africa afterwards and sorted himself out for Supreme, which sounds like that. It sounds like a guy who's genuinely found a bit of peace and like, fuck it, I can attack this properly. This is a lot rawer. This is a lot more like, well, when you think about what he's going through in his head, when um, 
there's rumours that he was fucking, I don't think this is true, it's alleged, it's reported, but he was fucking running guns and shit. And he was, um, I don't know if you've ever heard the story of him going to um, Brett Ratner's house. Have you ever heard the story about Brett no, Ratner? No, no. So you know the Hollywood uh, director, Brett Ratner? Uh, He's quite a famous. bit of a creep, isn't he? Or, or is that? Uh, I, think it's I don't know. I don't know. I think you just talk about general Hollywood director. <laughs> okay. really, but he's 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 not. I don't think he's a creep. But. Uh, this is superb. Basically, I don't know what it was for, but it's out, out, out in the West Coast. A ghost was over his house, right? Um, and Ghost was like, look, uh, I've actually got this written down. Uh, he said, like, um, look, uh, I, I've been breaking lots of shit in the hotel and they've kicked me out, right? Uh, can you come and get me? I've got nowhere to stay. So he, it, Brett Ratner was like, this is weird. Brett Ratner was like, yeah, come on then. Come stay at my house. I've got Ghostface Killer in 1995, 96, staying at my house, whatever it is, whatever year it was. Um so he's staying over there and uh, Steve Rifkin, who's been on the pod, uh, Loud Records owner, calls up and he's like, hi, Brett, are we looking for Ghost? Where is he? He's like, oh, Ghost is uh, around my house. He's staying in my house. He's like, what? No, don't, no, no, don't do that. Get rid of him. No, no, don't have Ghost around your house. Uh, he's fucking crazy. And he's like, what do you mean? He's crazy. No, he's legitimately like, he sees things and he like, he Thing, thinks things are happening and he that's why he gets kicked out of lots of places um, and Brett Ratner's like no he's really really nice he's like no he, he's a bit you know a bit crazy uh, He what does he say he hallucinates he hears voices like kill your mum kill your mum and he's been medicated because of homicidal thoughts right Brett Ratner obviously ghost leaves everything's all good a bit of time later Brett Ratner dogs just like digging in the garden. And he's like, what the fuck is he digging at? Opens it up and Ghostface Killer has buried some Kentucky Fried Chicken in his garden. And the dog found it. And he's like, what the f... Like, that is kind of disturbing. Like, when you but hear these stories of a man who's like that, to have any coherency at all is like, wow, this guy's actually quite coherent for a mad motherfucker. Do you know what I mean? Like, he actually yeah, does yeah. have that. So all of this is like sad and obviously wish him the best and it's great and he's made some great music over the years blah 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 Wildflower mm. is fucking awful that is the one of the worst <laughs> it's tunes awful, yeah. of all time that's, that's probably the worst tune of, I'd say Kame is up there as well. I can't wait to talk about Kame because that is unbelievably well, well let's talk about let's talk about Age the Worst on this album then. let's talk about by Age the way the worst. can I just confirm Brett Ratner sexual assault claims multiple with famous people yeah really he's a bad, he's a bad man to cut that story no wait keep the story that's great it still happened he can't cancel truth can't cancel the actual things that happened don't give him the don't give him the airtime. he's cancelled okay we'll bleep, out his, we'll bleep out his name yo peace and love is homeboy Sam and I'm rocking with the crate 808 podcast it's the flavor later so go on then age we're gonna to get to age the worst wildflower um i just i just yeah just song just when people just i don't want to hear about you i don't want to hear about your dick i just don't hear about it i don't want to hear about your dick Sorry. there's a lot but, but let's be honest mate. if you're hearing about dick that, that's a lot of hip-hop a lot of hip-hop is dicks isn't it yeah, and I don't want to hear it. Get the message out there. We should start a podcast and start say, saying how much I don't want to hear about your dick. But I don't want to hear about your dick in music. Thanks, uh, thanks, guys. Thanks. I hope the message is received. Did, Let's just make music about anything else. Did you? Did you? Did you anything? Did you ever but, see the ghost face doll that came out with the advert? With no. The, uh, I'm sure the advert was false. I, I don't think the doll said this. The dick so actually, on the they did cover because... of the Vogue magazine count how many veins on it. That is that. Oh what God, no! I don't know what that is. That's from it. That's from Supreme Clientele. That's a lyric. Oh from yeah, Supreme yeah, Clientele. yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, good ref. Uh, I was going to say uh, the 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 doll, and I, I, there were some people on Twitter who actually hit me up about this as well. It actually didn't say this because people have bought this doll. The listeners have bought this doll, but uh, there's a doll, and you pull it back, and it just says, um, "Remember when I long uh, long dicked you and broke your ovary?" And there's a YouTube video of the girl <laughs> oh, like going, "What the fuck?" And that that is pretty mad. So yes, that I'll post that on socials. So people haven't seen that, but um, he was on couples therapy afterwards and stuff like that. Like he hasn't got. It's hard for someone like Ghost to probably express himself. To be fair, in 1996, were there many people expressing themselves in a good way about women like this on tracks? I'd like to hear some of those tracks. You can't do whataboutism. We're not Donald Trump on this podcast. No, no, no. I'm not justifying. I think you guys (laughs) think I'm justifying Wildflower. I'm not justifying Wildflower. (laughs) What I'm saying to you guys is clearly it is aged the worst on this album. There are other things. Of Do you know what I hate Assassination Day being one of them because Ghost isn't even on it, and that's why you probably like it. Why is Ghost not on Assassination Day? That's one of the worst um, things, age things. Put him on it, it's an album. Uh, yeah, go on. Wildflower <laughs> is like, it's awful. And like, mm. yeah, it, it could come across as being like a kind of, like, I don't know, uh, like performance piece, like uh, Eminem. Satirical. Does with it's Kim. almost satirical, yeah. But it's not because he says stuff like he. This is where what I like to call his neck beard lyrics come out. Like his sort of I'm very deep lyrics start coming away. He says, I'm the first brother that had you watching flicks by De Niro. Oh, wow. You're deep, mate. You're real deep. Like, I really dislike the, the whole verse is just about hating like a particular woman and how hot, but mm. that one in particular is just like, you really think you're deep, don't you? Like, it, it's really dislikable. I didn't really read that into it, but it is. It's an incredibly vulgar, incredibly crass, verges on, as you said, satire. It's almost like, what the fuck? Is this guy taking the piss or what? But either way, it's on the album and you're absolutely right. It is one of the worst things on the album. Uh, Ray, did you have anything else to add to uh, worst thing? Uh, age the worst on the album? Can we talk about Kame? If you think it's age the worst, let's go. It has because it's creepy and it's more neckbeard lyrics. Like people who wear, I could imagine they wearing fedoras while they're doing some of these raps <laughs> and saying "milady." Yeah, I didn't think it was as as bad as as Wildflower. I like Kame. Fucking, I like. alright. It's got that thing with um, with Ray talking about some chick who was Yugoslavian and um, so I remember thinking <laughs> didn't Yugoslavia disintegrate in 1992 and this came out in 1996 mm-hmm. so therefore but mm-hmm. you'll be <laughs> while we're on the subject Serbia and Montenegro actually formed an, a federation and were Yugoslavia <laughs> at that time so somebody, they could have been a Yugoslavian girl that I've, basically I fact checked this part of that verse and right. it's, it's alright it passes it's fine we're good so we're that's good. the big fact carry on <laughs> Carry on. I like that. That's, the kind, of anal- that's the kind of analysis that I tune into this podcast for. <laughs> geographical <laughs> analysis. A wild story not about all gibberish. Trip. Certified, not all gibberish. There we go. Okay, there uh, you go then. So your first so point, like, undercut. So, so, so Kame, uh, basically, <laughs> like, you've got Ray. I quite like Ray. He says, uh, what's the lyric? What fabric is that? It's only woolen rayon, lipstick crayon, fly Fahrenheit spray on. I'm getting tipsy. I'm getting tipsy. I hope she reads Cox like a gypsy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, right? But yes, it's crass. Yes, it's vulgar. Yes, it's not on. But 
flipping the words is what I'm saying. Like, I've not heard yeah. anyone else say so, that before. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, this is really silly, but I can't, fine, Ray's versus all right. A lot Capitola, of hip is silly. The whole point of Kame is that it's like they're chatting up women. This is how we chat up women. Mm, so that, mm, that's the mm. point of it. So Ray's coming with that and it's like, okay, fine. And then you've got Capadonna and he comes across as a bit of a Forrest Gump simpleton on his. He's really strange. He says, she, she elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent. Whispered in my ear that she's celibate. I whispered back to her, "We don't have to go there. We don't have to go there." <laughs> it's nice. I found, that, I found that. I found that very. It's, like you said, touching. It's like oh. touching, but a bit simple, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, but uh, every time you say Kappa, all I think of. Remember when we talked about um, uh, him in the ice cream video, and he comes out with a headband round his neck, and I've never got that. I've never. Why does that look? It doesn't look good. I don't know. It doesn't look good. But I, I, I enjoy the fact that you brought that verse up because I was thinking of that as well. But yeah, you're but right. Then, but. But finally, just one last thing. Ghostface Killer comes on and he just... Do you, do you hear the tone in his voice, the patronising tone in his voice on it? It's horrible. It's yeah. like, it makes me cringe. And then he says something along the lines of, um, uh, I have a very sharp sense of humour. You, <laughs> you don't say that on a first day. That's fucking weird. But like, the whole thing did? is just... What it's so netbed. It's the kind of person who's got like a katana on his wall when you oh, get yeah. home. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my absolute, sword. Yeah. Absolutely. They've got katana. We're going to talk about swords in a minute, actually. I've got some bits here. I want to talk about hidden gems as well. But um, just going back to little bits about this album that I may, I may have just glossed over. One thing I do love, and you know, I love mates. Yeah. I love mates. And I love the fact that Woo, at, at this point, is just about family at this point. There's no fucking about. It's like, we're just going to give Ray a track. What? Yeah. It's going to give Ray a track, Faster Blade. Okay, cool then. All right then. Fucking love Faster Blade, by the way. And yes, Ray is fucking unreal on that track. But I'm like, that, I love that about this, that they can just do that. And Hottest Bar's on there as well, when he's talking about, um, fuck, again, it's, describing things in a way that I've not seen before, where it was like splashing ends in the glass bends in Nevada, flashing gems, eight and a half Tim State robber. And I was like, fuck, eight and a half Tim State robber was just a brilliant way of describing someone. I'm just going to describe you by your shoe size and what shoes you wear. Like, that's fucking clever to me. That's like rewarding to me where I'm like, oh, of course. Like, if I ever create, I did do creative writing. When you creatively try to write stuff, you try to think of other ways of describing the same old thing. Ray, that's just one example. He does it all over the place. But the fact they give him Faster Blade, I love the fact that the Woo do that anyway. Like, obviously, you have Killer Priest. You have other people who've done that in the Woo. But, um, yeah, talking of Ray's verses, I think that's another standout. And on the pod, we do have what is the best Raekwon verse. So, create808 at gmail.com. Ray said it was Skew It on the Barbie on Equemini. It, it is Skew It on the Barbie. It is still Skew It on the Barbie, says Ray. So, hit us up. It is. But that's Ray the, on here is, is bringing that as well. That's answer. That is the so um, I do agree with what you're you're saying, Cam. Like, I think the lot of the time when they that eight and a half Tim's thing, I think they do that a lot and for just like, oh, let's describe a character just fun. I think and it, it's fun and it's silly and it annoys Ray. It doesn't it doesn't mean mean much. But I when what they do what he does on all that I got is you is he turns that descriptive power into something more emotive. Yeah, absolutely. Like, does. That's absolutely why it's does. really powerful. That's why it's more powerful. It's not just describing the way some guy looks. Mm. He's saying things like uh, on the bit where he says, "Sadly, Daddy left me at the age of six. I didn't know nothing, but Mommy neatly packed his shit." Just that, mm. just the the description of the way you can just feel the moment a little bit yeah. more, like the fact that she's neatly yeah. packing his stuff and that she's 
sad yeah. and she still cares about him. Just in that, just that tiny yeah, little thing. That, and he does that, that throughout that track. And I'm like, why yeah. do you not do this more rather than just calling people lobster heads? But, <laughs> <laughs> onion heads. But again, this is it. I, I absolutely agree. When he does shift his focus to that and he does it multiple times in his career, it's amazing. It is. I think Ghost obviously has the other side to him. And I feel that's why he also ends up doing really well with people like Doom and people like, you know, he went on and, well, he influenced, uh, Kanye said he influenced him. I don't know if you knew this, but Kanye yeah, said yeah. he made all yeah. the tracks for uh, the blueprint stuff that Jay-Z took was Ghosts. And it's like, yeah. oh, so people have, have have had this influence from him and people now still talk about it. We had Nicholas Craven on the pod saying it's his favourite rapper and stuff like that. Um, when, you list, when, you, when you look at the granular way he describes things, he does it in this album through storytelling, through braggadociousness, through wild, wildly inappropriate means as well. Um, so I'm with you. I, I love the way they describe things. Uh, as talking about describing things, we have to talk about, we can't talk about this album and not talk about Winter Wars uh, because I think that's one of the first signifiers uh, when I moved to London that I, I remember talking to just new people and it'd always be like, oh, you like Woo, so what, what, what Woo stuff do you like? And every time the conversation came to, um, well, Capadonna or, or that, it was Winter Fucking Wars, that verse, it's so long. And again, in the next episode on Iron Man, we will go into this verse because we need to talk about it. He's citing geopolitical relations between USSR and PLO. Like, what are you what are you watching, like, Kappa, at home when you're on your at home alone meeting? Like, what are you doing right now? You're watching the news. You get like there's actually a lot of depth to his verse. Obviously, features Malcolm X, all that stuff as well. Um but then he's just saying it. I don't think there's. But it's any a freestyle. It. it is a freestyle. It is a freestyle. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, you can't. I mean, you have to take that to account. I feel like if someone people can over do- this is an overrated verse. Like people wow. fucking shit their dicks off over this. Wait, like what, it's what, an what overrated verse. What verse? Capadonna's verse on Winter Wars. That's not a night. That's not a night, man. Though, is it? Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Nelson, your R&B ambassador, talking all things R&B and hip-hop on the Crate 808 podcast. Check out Crate808.com. Yeah, yeah. This is where it all comes uh, apart. For it's Ray. not an Iron Man on Spotify, no, definitely. <laughs> all of Ray's hip-hop knowledge is based on Spotify, annoyingly, and uh, he, he's forgotten that Winter Wars is on here. Uh, yes, mate, it is a... Is on. That's that's not that's not here with Spotify. We we specified that at the very first podcast. We're only going to be going on Spotify. We talk about we talk about vinyl. None of this is about none of this is actually about streaming. Have you got the vinyl there? I love the Ray. So nineties. He's like he can't even bear anything that isn't nineties. But yet Spotify is his reference point. Not vinyl or owning the CD. Spotify. Just 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 on that, Ray. You obviously haven't checked out the Winter Wars verse, but I remember when he says, "Oh no, it isn't him. It isn't him. It's Ghost." Who just opens with "Slick Majestic broke Mike's and broke Mike's are left infected." I remember as a kid, I remember just thinking, "Slick Majestic is a fucking great name, isn't it?" Like, imagine being, imagine a stage name, and here we are, here's Slick Majestic. And I remember just that, those two no. words, I was like, I fucking love that. As a kid, You're I setting love yourself up for a fool for calling yourself <laughs> Slick Majestic. <laughs> if you're a magician or something, it could work. But either way, uh, we're going to go into Winter Wars at some point, I'm sure, on the on the other episode. But uh, I was going to say... That's not, that's not... 
that's just I think why it got quite well. I think I think Source why, made it why quite is it not, well. Why is it not on the spot? Why is it not on the spot? Oh, do you know what it might be? Really do you know what it might be? Genuinely depressed. Do you know what it might be? Right, the fact that you can't remember Winter Wars anyway is making me feel like your credibility is absolutely crumbled. No, obviously I can, but I thought it was a Capadonna album if it's not on there. Why, no, no, it's not, it, no. We... Basically, I know it was on the um, what's that? Uh, Don't be a menace. Uh, yeah, film. It was, it's yeah, on that soundtrack, it was, yeah. so it might be on that soundtrack. But I also remember they had Soul Controller. I'm not sure if that's on um, Spotify or not. But that was another track that's supposed to be on here, and it, it didn't get clear for samples. But it's fine. Soul you didn't Controller. listen to it in the '90s. You didn't listen to this album in the '90s. That's fine. fine. You, you did, didn't know it existed. <laughs> but, but do, do you know? No, what I, I did listen to it in the, in the '90s. That's entirely my point. I listened to it and I gave it back. I borrowed it from a mate. Oh yeah, same, I didn't like same it. Same as I did Hell on. Same as I did Hell on Earth. Both mm. of them. Same mate, Mikhail. He now he lives in Finland. Uh, uh, Convenient. Shout out to Mikhail. Thanks. 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 Thanks for the. For the album. I gave him a listen, gave him back. You know, he doesn't exist. Mikar doesn't exist. He's just a person to make it seem like Ray, <laughs> like tip off in the I, I like the ingenuity. It's very, very ghost ingenuity of putting that name in there. Either you someone like Mikar, yeah. I think, in a verse. It sounds uh, believable, doesn't well, it? Yeah, it does. Why would I make someone up? <laughs> Because you're trying to do a lot of things. You listened to Ghostface in the 90s and you didn't. Why would you, you move down the street hip-hop? 500 meters? Do you know what I mean? Well, you, you things, listen, there's, loads of stuff you, there's loads of stuff you listen to from the night. It's the entire reason. Why would I be on the fucking pod? They're like, I just fucking heard of 90s hip hop. <laughs> fucking dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, had a beer or a fucking pair of, uh, uh, fucking, fucking of bellens is what you are. I, I haven't I been able to wind Ray up for a while, but I didn't think it would be this episode. I don't think it would be towards either. <laughs> I think it would be far side. If anything, we're going to go to far side. But. No, but, this is literally it's the same shit you did in fantasy football as well. Like, Everyone's like, oh, let's leave the bidding to that. Oh, just bid for this player, bid for that player. And then they bring out their fucking secret players that they've done the research. Like, we fucking live in Australia. There's no fucking premiership here. Uh, how would I know that so-and-so is going to be That's... fucking transferred from whatever fucking European team? Oh, this it's all coming bullshit. out now, isn't it? <laughs> there's, a there's, a lot, there's a lot going in here. I didn't know fantasy football was such a trigger, but wow. Okay. It really is. Uh, I'm uh, starting uh, to realise yeah, it really See, this is, is what you, this uh, listen, listeners and viewers, this is what they do. They kind of keep their little secrets about, oh, Ray won't remember. I think it's just tactics, isn't it? Isn't like just we didn't, just we didn't it take it off Spotify. We didn't take it off Spotify. But I where it wasn't on there. So no, this, no, this track is so good, so worth mentioning, it's not even on Spotify. Well, to be it fair... Be a, fuck that, it, mate, let's not bother with that track. <laughs> that moment Capadonna with that verse, that's overrated. That's no bother. Don't even bother putting it on there. I, I bet, I bet yeah. when I finally listen to this tune that Winter Wars, I'll be like, oh yeah, and it's equally as forgettable as a fucking list. Well, I, I find Iron Man is synonymous <laughs> with Winter Wars. I feel like when the first things yeah, I... Is, when is. I When I grew... That's what I'm saying. When I first started meeting proper hip-hop heads... There's certain Real things you cite, yeah. Like I've talked about this before uh, in another episode. I was saying when someone would talk about favorite rappers, you have your two packs, you have your whatevers, you have your DMXs. If someone said Big L to me, I would be oh okay. Like now I know what level you're on. Same thing with Woo. If someone said Cream or whatever, protect your neck. That's fine. Someone says oh Winter Wars, I was like oh okay, let's go like Fourth Chamber. If stuff like that is is the stuff that sticks with me, but. Can we just right? I don't know if you've I don't know if you've dove into, but I definitely will share this link. But if anyone's dove into Kappa's um, kind of weird resurgence, now we're going to talk about Apex moments and and five mic moments, right? But uh, I want to talk about first of all uh, Winter Wars because on Winter Wars. Kappa redid the video and he didn't yeah, look the I cow. I was laughing at that this morning. It was mate, funny. Why? It's incredible. Times it's are it... hard, are they, mate? Why are you doing that? <laughs> First of all, fair play, because not many people go back and re- re-varnish something for, for a new audience. And I feel like it may have helped. It's got quite a few views. But, mate, in that video, 
he hasn't given up the whole sword wielding thing, have they? Like, yeah, you know, they've got, got swords. In it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not katana. I looked at it. It's a fencing sword. It's a fencing <laughs> sword. I'm like, why the fuck? It? And honestly, watch that video because Kappa is wildly. Like, I'm feeling for his boys there a little bit. I'm sure one of them almost. I think it's it. got the thing on, hasn't it? Though the sheath. Oh, has it? I think okay. it's got that on, which makes it stupider. Um, <laughs> he, there's one bit where he's in a field. It's two seconds, and he's in a field suddenly, and then two of his mates just jump up next to him, and I'm like, did you think yeah, that was yeah. going to look good? <laughs> That bit is genuine gold. There's one bit in 35 seconds is about that as well. I remember just timing it. I was like, that is so early on where this guy's... Again, brilliant. I love that. Cam, do you think it's weird that this wasn't a single? This was... um, Yeah. Because they chose Motherless Child as one of the singles. Well, that was on a soundtrack, wasn't it? That was on soundtrack as well. So I think it became a single. Also, did you see what soundtrack it was on? Yeah, Sunset Park, which I've never watched. Have you you seen the soundtrack? uh, I've watched the trailer. Fuck me, it looks awful. We've got to watch it. It looks (laughs) so bad. It's Fred Rose Star, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, and the barmaid from Cheers. (laughs) <laughs> and the barmaid from Cheers. There we I go. I read a review of it. And it said this is really. It was basically saying this is really bad. And it's at one point all of the players, even though they're awful, inexplicably just get really good at basketball. <laughs> I can't wait to watch. It. I really. Oh, I think mate. we should watch it. Yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to watch that. That's amazing. I was actually going to say Win- um, Winter Wars was Winter Wars was on the soundtrack for Don't Be Menace. Yes, I was saying that. Oh, wicked. Yeah, yeah. Wicked, yeah, I wasn't. Cool. I wasn't listening that. because I was trying to. Fucking listen to the fucking tune. No, so, mate, you do your research on what nineties hip hop is. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I know you need. You uh, haven't heard this before, so. <laughs> but we do, we talk about um, one of our categories is five mic <laughs> moments, right? Uh, so five mic moments being is this the what moment on this album is like five mics? Like when this is this ghosts five mic moment. Personally, I don't think it is. I think that is when he done Supreme Clientele is when he could do anything he wanted, if you know what I mean. Like that for him was like, yeah, I'm because remember it as well, when Supreme Clientele came out, Wu was fucking creaking. Tikal 2000, fucking yeah. um, uh, uh, Beneath the Service by Jizza. These albums weren't great. And I remember everyone being like, oh, the Wu, the Wu thing's ended. And at uni, I remember getting Supreme Clientele playing it and being like, Oh, we're all right. We're okay. We were fine. I was going to say for you guys, what do you think is uh, Ghost's five mic moment? Uh, I, for me, like I've got loads of positive shit to say about Ghost. By the way, it's like lich. I feel like I've been really negative on this album. No, go for it. Yeah, like I feel like he went on to make have like some in terms of like three album runs or whatever. I think he's got like a five album run in the 2000s. That's just fucking amazing. He's one of the most influential hip hop artists of all time. I'd say in the top Mm. 10 most influential hip hop artists of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think his five might moment and his best ever song, not in terms of like, I think he's got better songs in terms of like what I bang on the day to day, but all I got is you is a hip hop classic. I just don't Mm. get how you would. Do you think that's his... That's his five my moments. It's just wow. no, it's a fucking amazing song. It's wow. it's okay. it's incredible. It's like one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. So yeah, that's mine. Okay. Hey yo yo, check it out. This is the rapper Big Pooh, and I need you, 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 and you to make sure you check out this week's episode of the Crate Eight Hundred Eight Podcast. Tell everybody the rapper says so. Ray, what, yeah. what, what what do you think on this? Uh, I mean, is this Riz's five? I don't think it's Riz's five moment either. It's, it's no, nice. No, that he's I've got, got a the reason why it isn't Riz's. I've got. I can tell you. Well, why let's I don't. let's hear Ray's. We'll talk, about let's, that. we'll talk about the beats later, right? Yeah, Ray. Ray, uh, did you have any five mic moments from this album? Uh, 
What's what nah, do you think? What, what for you is ghosts? What for you is ghosts? Winter Wars. <laughs> just, well, you just said ghosts. The five mic moment on this album is Capadonna on a track that's not. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. But so, so what? What was the Winter Wars thing? Was that a five mic moment? I think that's a people five think mic. that's people think it is. It's for not Kappa. I think, think that's a five is, mic yeah. moment for Kappa. I don't think Kappa ever delivered. Um, that was his moment, as in like. Wow, I've arrived. I can do the pillage. People know me now. I'm not sure if we'd have known him after Winter Wars if he hadn't dropped that. It's a fucking freestyle off top of his head. Where he's, well, it's not top of his head, but it's it's a two minute one take freestyle that I think back then meant a lot in in hip hop circles. Like, what he freestyle? Like, oh, you know what I mean? And people can argue about written verses or whatever. But you know, another five mic moment of Kappa's career though, and I shared this with you guys was um, his new album in 2021 <laughs> called Tarzan and it, it's a five mic moment maybe for bad album covers because th- this album cover and I'm sure uh, people have seen it and we'll share it and uh, all that but can we can, where, where do we start with the Tarzan <laughs> thoughts guys do you think he thoughts? thinks it's good because it's weird. <laughs> watching that video the remake of the, his verse on Winter Wars mm. it seems like he has no taste in terms of what's good <laughs> And like, this is not good. And I can't tell whether he's doing it on purpose or not. It's bizarre. Can you, can you describe it for the people who haven't seen it or on the podcast? Off the top of my head, he's got half of his face. He's got a badly like photoshopped on JPEG of a lion. <laughs> and it's really bad. Like the rest of his body is just him standing there. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, there's animals in the corners that are like badly cut out and put in the corners. The and then Tarzan, I didn't even realize it was called Tarzan because it just says... Tar on one side, then it looked like Zin. I thought it was Tarzin that he'd put up. Like, yeah. It was weird. It's uh, he's looking. Tell you one thing, he's looking fucking sounds like fly. something that would be sounds like something that would be at home in the in the in the Tate Modern as well. But, but apparently, you don't appreciate, <laughs> apparently you don't appreciate those kind of things, do you, Jambo? So I've really set, I've set <laughs> right off today. I've really set right off. I've, I, this it's, is one um, of my most successful Create 808s in a while. No, so when I saw that when I saw that album cover, I think it, I just put it down to all right. Someone's someone's kid must have done that. Do you know what I mean it's just it's not? I had a horrible, but but that's the that, but that's the thing. That's the, the the one thing you'd be like, cool, that, that's justified. Oh, so, someone made it. It was on the fridge. They were having having dinner together. Like, oh yeah, I'll just use it for my album cover. Really? really? Oh, that's so nice. Oh yeah, I mean, I could do. I'm, I'm, maybe I've got other options. Oh, oh, oh it's so nice that you're going to abuse it on the album cover. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. Oh fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh mate, so, you know, that's I'm sweet. That's sweet. It, it, like it, that's sweet if it happened that way, isn't it? I had I had I had a more of an uneasy feeling when the first thing i saw of it i was like oh fuck someone's really taking kappa to the cleaners here like someone's emailed him and been like look mate i i get these three four times a day i'm sure everyone else on insta who does anything does as well it's just like yeah i can do you graphics guys i can do you promos i can do all this (laughs) he's just got one of them emails and he's been like yeah go on then but he's winning because we're talking about it absolutely he's winning absolutely he is it's one of those (laughs) you know remember you remember in the 90s magic eye photos you know, when you yeah, just yeah. look yeah, at yeah. something more and more and more yeah. and you get different things <laughs> yeah. from it. it, it can be a little bit like that. He's looking fucking fly, man. I'll tell you that. He's got the wallabies does, on and so everything. Does it Wicked. make you want to, li- want to listen to the album? Yes, 100%. 100% I need yeah, to listen to the album. I I'm, curi- I'm curious now. <laughs> I'm curious now. I'm really curious to find out what this... This was it war 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 of winter was it war of winter some <laughs> tune from the nineties <laughs> oh amazing uh, I was actually going to go we're going to go into the categories in a minute uh, we're going to say you were saying about the, you were saying about his five mic moments and uh, oh, yeah, I, sorry, I don't yeah, be negative on. about it because when because 
what he said, what Ghost says about Ryman is to say some fly shit. And he does. He says some fly shit. And that's why it's great. But you ain't, you're not quoting him. You know what I mean? He's got, mm-hmm. there's no memorable. I, I do, oh, do you remember when he said this and he broke this down? He, there's not, he's not got memorable lyrics to me. And he's got nothing that um really rate as like, oh, that was a five mile moment. When he put, when he, that rhyming coupler or when he had that double meaning hidden in there. And yeah, maybe that's what I'm really into. And that's not what we you go to Ghost for. And I'm not going to ghost for it. It's for you. This this can be very personal, the five-month moment. It doesn't have to be his general thing, because obviously so many people would disagree with what you said, that, that, that he does have... People have people grew up with these lines, you know? People do have these lines and these quotables. But what you're saying there is, what about like Apollo Kids or like Mighty Healthy or One or Whip You With A Strap or Nutmeg? Like, it doesn't have to be this album. It's just like, generally for you, what is your... Like oh fuck ghost that's the ghost thing is it is it what uh, Jambo says or uh, with um all that got is you or is it something different just out of interest? No, I mean there's nothing. So when I think of ghost, I think of Daytona 500 as a track. Right. But like as I alluded to before, and we skirted over a little bit. I, I noticed that you weren't really biting, but it's fine. But if I was to put together a playlist <laughs> that would to be played. To people from outer space or aliens from outer space and they're mm-hmm. like oh what's hip hop right they're like oh I've got 100 tracks like Daytona 500 would be on that okay and, so and Daytona that's, that's the five mic who, who, who knows how you want to phrase it A top 100 tracks um, five mic moment um, whatever it might be it's um, like mm. Daytona 500 that's the tune that when um, Ghost and Ray are playing live that's the tune you're waiting for, isn't mm. it? That's the one that they got. Cheers, guys, and walk off, and then they're like, "Wait, mm. wait, they haven't played it yet." And you know they're about to come back on, and you're like, "Oh, Ooh, that's yeah, the, yeah. that that build up." That I wonder build if he up. opens with that. that. I wonder if he opens his gigs with huh? that. I wonder if he opens his gigs with that. It's a great yeah, I'm, open. I know, yeah, I know, be I never see it because I, I don't know. I guess I just kind of you don't expect a, uh, any Wu Tang um, gig to be run, you know, on time. So <laughs> just over. And professionalism and I saw Ray and Ghost in London a few years ago and they were bang professional bing bang bosh I was like wow wow that was actually amazing and they were great together but, um, you, but did, you know did you they, say did they do Daytona 500 of course they did Daytona 500 mate of course they did there's there's Boom. actually Daytona because it's a track that you play to aliens if they can anyway or people from outer space as Ray said or people from outer space or people yeah who knows aliens aren't people fact Jordan they're Peterson aliens. said it. They're aliens. Uh, I was actually going to say, you know, another thing that 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 Daytona 500 does really well, uh, the video, because I remember the video. Now people do it all the time. People oh, mash up old school anime, old school, or even kung fu flicks with the woo or what music. I don't know if you follow Milo the Cat. Big up that those are amazing. He'll do those old school cartoons with hip hop tracks and verses and sync them. I think Daytona 500 might be the first time I've ever seen that. Um, so we're going to go into our little categories then. We've done age the best. We've done age the worst. Well, we've done age the best, but I don't know if anyone else has got one, but I think all that I've got is you kind of had that one. Age the worst we've done. Um, we've <laughs> uh, hidden gems on here. Uh, I've got a few. I've got a few here. Uh, first of all, 260. Uh, for me, that is storytelling. Again, brilliant on this album, I feel. Uh, the sample, the horns on that are just rewindable as fuck. Uh the descriptiveness, again, is there where he says something like, uh, come here, Valerie, you know the God, he need a salary, put down the pipe, here's two tickets to a coat gallery. That, to sum up their heist, is amazing. It's like, oh, wow, like, where's the... I don't know if you remember that song, but they're trying to find the briefcase, and it's like, where is the briefcase? Come here, Valerie, uh, whatever, whatever. 
that for me is a brilliant wrap up of a story. Love that. I think their storytelling is great. So hidden gem for me is 260. You've talked about assassination day, guys. There's no coke. There's no coke. There's no fucking coke. That, <laughs> That's that. from the usual suspects, isn't it? I love that they use that because at that time I was really into usual suspects. I don't remember anyone sampling yeah. that. Which, that was sorry, dope. which thirty, which which of the seventeen thirty second intros was? Is that one? Assassination Day. It's not. Assassination Day. Okay. Sorry, just they all kind of blend into one. Um, <laughs> but but God, um, God. yeah, in terms of hidden gems, Assassination Day is that because God deck on it. This is finally yeah, after all the good. gibberish. You're like. Finally, a guy that's just fucking rhyming. Just, although, just fucking, that makes sense. Just makes sense rhyming. Although, I was going to say, although that isn't the most coherent deck verse of what he's, because you're right, deck does do that. Yeah, what but no, deck no, no, does it's, it's is right. that. But it's co- relative to everything else on the album. It's what? like, finally some coherence. I was actually going to say, because I'm with I you on the coherence. As well, but- I was going to say, Ray on that track is is for me more coherent and better as generally. But go on, you said deck, I know you love deck, so yeah. Um, that's it yeah it's just do deck. you know it's little, by the way little, little, hit, little hit of deck little and bit, on, on box in hand as well oh sorry go sorry go sorry, no go. Just, yeah, just obviously when meth comes in as well but it's not one of his greatest verses but but meth is meth isn't it one two one two you know what it is this your man S-K-Y-Z-O-O Sky Zoo live off the borough and this is the Crate 808 podcast make sure you subscribe rate review and most importantly Share that love and put your peoples on. Crate 808, one time. I was going to give you a bit of trivia on Assassination Day. Uh, Do you know, I love that beat, very minimalist, very dark, you know, it's fucking RZA. But apparently RZA, this is what he was fucking on at that point, uh, turned up to a pawn shop, found a broken slide guitar and was like, yeah, that looks pretty dope. Today, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to make a beat with it. And he just took it home, made a beat with it, and that was Assassination Day, apparently. There you go. A little <laughs> bit of trivia for you. Can I give you some trivia that will sort of... I, I th- this, I've got a, f- a hot take. It's not a hot take. It's a take mm-hmm. on like the woo. And it's like I think it's backed up by um, some facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of like the woo... This is like the last of a certain generation of RZA beats this is yeah. this album because after this you go to Wu-Tang for Forever which sounds really different like it's got similar vibes but it sounds the production style is cl- cleaned up and after mm. this like RZA changes goes Bobby Digital and things like that and like I was reading the other day that apparently around this time he had several floods in yeah. his studio did you hear about that and like yeah, it just fucked Bit yeah. hundreds of beats up, and so I think after like they sort of recreated a lot of the beats that they'd made for this album. Mm. Uh, but like apparently, like Capadonna's album and Inspector Deck's album were like fucked. Affected, yeah. So that's why they never had like a really mm. like big well, solo album. But yeah. I think that I think that says a lot about the production of this album because it's not my favorite RZA. Like I, I feel like it's a bit empty. Some of the production, some of it's amazing, but then mm. some of it's just mm. a bit stark. Uh, I mean, boom, boom, Wee, Tony good, sucks. Good yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of interesting just to see that like the, the, the 90s at that point, like obviously people like Jay-Z and Biggie were cleaning the production up 96, to the yeah. point where now they still, the beats still sound amazing. And like, this is the last of that era of Rizzo Beats. We still are like, there's a lot of beats on here that are just great and grimy and dusty. And mm. I love that, but it's kind of sad in a way. Like, yeah, it's, produ- it's produced that. really like the actual production of it. What Everything I've read of it is that because he, he lost so much in that those series of floods that this was actually recorded and mastered in loads of different areas different studios different sounds so although it could be 
seen as uneven. I don't really get that when I listen back to it. Although it is, it is a bit uneven. But again, a little I think bit. It's a very good job. It's that, it's that old woo sound, isn't it? So it's the last, mm. last little bits, and then you could move on, and he's just yeah. his, his style changes. And he's yeah. not really. I mean, he's st- he's still made some amazing beats, but nothing like the original Wu Tang days. Like, yeah, true. This is this is wrapping. I'd be interested to see what the Deck album would have sounded like with those original beats at that time. I know, right? Because he went off and did digital, and that's very different. And Forever is very different. And you're like. Wow, wonder what old school RZA would have done with Deck when he did Uncontrolled yeah. Substance. Um, you're right, Hidden James as well. I've got Poisonous Darts. That reminds me of Supreme Clientele a lot. Uh, he's fucking rounding up vaccines on there, which makes sense today. Uh, and there's like, uh, what was that fucking couplet that I loved? Something about uh, um, going through mad phases and of all ages, killer bees locked the fuck up behind cages. I was like, oh, I love, I love his voice, his cadence. He's so urgent, mm. you know? And I find that's another thing with this album. It's actually got momentum through all of it. And you can't hear that a, a lot in hip hop albums where we're just going to keep the energy going. And his voice is just fucking cuts through with stuff like that. Um, Lads, I, I actually had some hidden gems I'd found around this, and I know people like these, uh, just these tracks that may have got lost or need a bit more shine. I found a few doing some research. Jambo, you found a few, I've, I've, I hear. Would you like to bring uh, those to the table? Yeah, I, I, I've got one. Um, so this oh, it's is... Winter Wars. Have you heard of it? <laughs> oh my God. We I talk can't about believe getting... how much, how angry I've got you today. It's fucking brilliant. I know. This has made my day. This has really made my day. Uh, go on, Jumbo. What was Good. yours? Uh, so yeah, like uh, I was just looking through Riz's production uh, sort of discography the other day and uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Food, A Return, Mm. I didn't realise, but that's 1994. So that's like pre this album. Mm. This is just in the same year that Meth and Gravediggers, like their al- first albums came out. And he's yeah. got a song there called No Hook. And there's a video to it. And it's fucking great. Like it's, yeah. it's a wild Gravediggers era, RZA, just saying gibberish, going yeah. mental. But like you were saying, it's quite good. And I, then, I love Rizzo on that track. I, I think is yeah. great. Meth is great as well. You know what I love about Rizzo on that track <laughs> and that video, it fucking fangs, man. That grill. It's just yeah. so it, That was an cool. iconic era for Rizzo. Like, yeah. The guy was like, just on fire in terms of the output and art that he was putting out. But yeah, Shaq, it was quite weird seeing Shaq because it's not the worst. Like someone said in the comments on YouTube, like Shaq was like derided for this, like his rap career at this point, but he raps way better than most like it's sort fine. of modern rappers it's do. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. And also like he, but he doesn't look rugged enough. You know, he's just friendly, lovely Shaq and he's playing, trying to be Wu-Tang. <laughs> also, the thing that I really liked on it was that the song's called No Hook and they went, what should we do? The What's the concept for the video? Loads of hooks. Loads of hooks. They're just hooks hanging down. You said just no, no hook. hook. <laughs> yeah it's just it was it's weird but anyway yeah worth yeah. worth checking the video out and yeah math math sort of finds it in but it's it's quite good and the yeah, beat is uh, uh, yeah. the beat is the same sample as can it all be so simple but like and, they're checking the baseline from that and sped it up a bit so that's quite are you using yeah. this to try and get iron man to beat the other two albums what's this this is because the listeners like hidden gems right i don't know if you yeah, know but people listen to, to this interesting content pe- yeah, right pe- we're not pe- all <laughs> just trying to win the, the content's like already listen. interesting. This is this is about the the battle between albums trying to get into Crate AO8. 
Okay. You haven't. You, 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 you didn't even listen this, to this in the nineties. You have no <laughs> opinion on this. This is you grasping. This is you grasping at straws. Not grasping at straws, my is, friend. All is not grasping at straws. Anything, anything else that can I can tie on, tag on to Iron Man? Because no. I know it's kind of you know. No, no, no one said that. No, none of this is tied up to Iron Man. None we're going to have to cut a lot of your rage out of this. So we've got to fill it up with something. I found some brilliant ones, mate. And and this is what this is the fucking shit that Ghost is on at that point as well. But I don't know if you've heard fast life from nfl yeah, jones uh, <laughs> nfl jones uh, anytime you're riffing street life i'm in i'm in for that uh, that was my go-to if i went to uh, the nightclub in sheffield i used to go to the first track i'd always ask the dj for was street life so fair play on that one that i always got that holocaust from bobby digital man the lyrics on that are absolutely ridiculous look out your window now see pull up the shade you'll be amazed me tony stark spaceship ran barra duracell the only man who walked through hell Dick swinging like shit went well. <laughs> that that's when you know you things have gone well. Is your dick's just fucking swinging, mate? That I love it. I love it. And there's another one on this album where he says uh, we're doing forever shit, like pissing on turnpikes. What is forever shit? And is it pissing on turnpikes? Because I love if it is. It's like, yeah, that's we're going to do this forever. It's pissing on turnpikes. Uh, so yeah, hidden gems. Uh, anybody else got any, or should we move on to the next category? I have Rage- got, are we back to the album yet, or are we just in? We are going to the album, my friend. We've got a few more hidden categories. Gems just a few just more. In life, in just life. No, just ghosts, hidden gems. If you've got ghosts, hidden gems, or anything like that. Because Black Jesus, because just- Black Jesus is a uh, yeah, ridiculous, fucking ridiculous tune. Um, and that, that whole beat, it just yeah. it sounds like the soundtrack of a kung fu movie. You know, it, which is very, very woo, obviously. Mm. But um, it's that the kung fu movie opening. Tra- I think it might even be from. Um, shit, I can't remember one of the one of the Bruce Lee ones anyway. But um, it's that ah ah, oh, it, it, it's yeah, just yeah. yeah. But just sampling that 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 um, beat is just yeah. Like you said, like Jambo said, it's like the last um, I don't know the last bit of Rizza doing that kind of flavor, and then he went on to what, what was um, what he's got to do. Yeah, but what you yeah. say about Rizza there? I, I, I'm with you on this. I think this track is great. I always remember there's one bit where uh, it always made me think of what is it? Go says something like we elbowed our way to the front and stuff like that. The way his verse rhymes on that is great. I was actually going to say the um, you talk about Rizza being on one at this point. Uh, I was just bumping Marvel again, <laughs> and uh, Jambo joined in the call. And the way which is going on, that this is how we're going to open the album with one of the best intros ever, and then we're going to end it with two minutes of rapping, and then just two minutes of Rizzo going full on prog. Just going to go prog rap right now. I'm going to go. <laughs> oh yeah, that is what it's like, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm just going to. I like it more fucking now. That you said that. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. I don't know, it's just like we're just, and it's not even the best Rizzo beat. It's just like a bing. Bing bong, bing, bing for for two minutes. <laughs> but wow. now that you've said that, now that you've put it in that terms, I'm like, oh yeah, that's quite. I like that. It's just him going pro. Yeah, that's, yeah. He was on one, man. He was on one. Um, we've got I've other got categories. A hidden gem for you, by the way. Oh god, um, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Yeah. It's not really. It's not really an official hidden gem. It's uh, at that age. So what? What was this? 1997. Six. Six, six, okay. Six, I was quite young at that age mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't have money to buy albums. So I, like Ray, uh, well, like Ray says he did, I got it off of a friend and then put it on tape. So obviously I don't have the liner notes or anything like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'd listen to All That I Got Is You. And now I know at the end, Papa Woo comes on and he yeah. does this like, if you listen to it, maybe it's just me, but he sounds a bit like Tupac Papa Woo. And I, at the time I thought, oh, 
two that's nice that two packs come oh, on this album. Wow. <laughs> but listen listen to listen to his like the way he I, I i i should have written it down but like there's a certain like way he talks yeah. a few words he says and the way he laughs at the end i'm like that sounds really like tupac wow. listen to that again hidden gem yeah Papa nice. equals tupac in yeah. the mind my 14 year old mind that what i love about that is because i believe in well believe in what science yeah science says that we're all made of the same thing doesn't it right so we're all made of the same thing and Papa Wu is talking about that and i love the way yeah. raekwon's just like what so what you're saying is I'm made up of all this same shit right here. Papa Wu takes another element of that and goes further. Because not just that, mate. You created this shit. I'm like, whoa. Well, <laughs> I agree I with you. With on the you energy. Woo. I was with you, Papa, <laughs> up until that point. Yeah, but again, mathematics five. five um, sorry, uh, uh, the Wu mathematics, all that stuff. Five percent uh, philosophy is all in here. So that's what they believe in. But yeah, I remember that point. That, that really got me as well. Yo, this is Juggernaut, Nottingham City, NG area. You're rocking with the Create 808 podcast. Make sure you keep it locked in. There's so many gems drop. Create808.com. What non-90s rappers could be on here? Let's buzz through these last few. Um, I had one, but do you guys have any non-90s rappers to be on Iron Man? Non-90s rappers. Well, no, because Ghostface and him have got a beef. (laughs) They just get the shit out of them. Right? That beef video with Teddy Pendergrass is fucking incredible, by the way. I've like, watched the whole thing. Is he just all the whole way to, through talking about how he's going to slap fire out of uh, no, he, it's all it's, it's incredible how he just naturally has, you know, rhythm and pattern to things. And I don't know if it's just coincidence or whatever, but uh, this is one of my sample corner bits. We have our favourite samples. One of the first samples of like a track I went to listen to was that Teddy Pendergrass song. And it's so real. He's he's giving fucking Action Bronson so much jip, and then this part comes on where Teddy's singing, and he just seamlessly starts singing it and goes, "Yeah, Action, that's what you be." Yeah, wow, he fucking timed that so right. Oh my god, mm-hmm. Ghost, what are you doing? So threatening. So, so threatening. it's basically a video of him threatening Action Bronson, <laughs> Action Bronson to music. He's a, <laughs> he's great. a talented guy. He's a he's talented great. guy. He's great, but yeah, no, uh, you were saying Action Bronson on this. That I feel you're going to find some. It's just the same person, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just ghost exactly. again. Okay. Exactly. Like it. Exactly. Um, my- then, then seamlessly going from one to the other. Just, that's there it. There you go. There you go. I think I think we were speaking about this the other day and I feel like, um, I, I'd like to look into this more, but like, yeah, obviously, uh, Mr. Dumoulin was around at this point making music, but very different music. Mm-hmm. But then so I feel like he was influenced by Ghost a lot on 100%. what he went on to do. And like, I feel like having him on this would be pretty fucking great. Like, yeah. We are talking non-90s though, aren't we? Oh yeah, okay, non-90s. Uh, <laughs> didn't he, when did his, his, oh, 98, didn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. 99. Well, of X was out before that as well, wasn't it? So like, yeah. Uh, Freddie Gibbs. I had I had Freddy Coke down. Rap. It's Coke rap. It's easy. Yeah, it's the easy I mean, answer. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> I wasn't thinking it's just easy, but I was thinking if you're talking about riding beats, which I feel like on this album, there's a fucking great amount of that. Like, oh, the flow, the riding of a beat. Freddie does that amazingly. Now, that'd be quite nice if he could have done that. And it would this. annoy Ray. Jesus really Christ. And I, need a, I need another Ray. drink. And it would annoy Ray. I'm just going to go into this because I'm not sure if Ray's going to have anything on this. But... Uh, our album title 
this was actually initially supposed to be called Supreme Clientele. Oh yeah, I read that. Yeah. Supreme Clientele was supposed to be called Iron Man. But uh, any, any t- I think he should have done it. He should have put this as called this Tony Starks, and then he should have called Supreme Clientele Iron Man, mm. and then they should have not released Bulletproof Wallets, and then he should have put out no Bulletproof- love Bulletproof Wallets. I really, love bullet- Bulletproof yeah. wallet- Wallets is like three good songs with a load of fucking trash around it. I can't wait to get you on that Wu-Tang Chronicle, man. Let's get on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you, that, I, like I say, he's got a fucking amazing run in that point, but that ruins the... Yeah, that does ruin it a bit because it's not actually love- that good. Mm. Well, well... Uh, let's have a look at his discography because it's like six fucking great albums. Uh, yeah, I've got it right here for you, my friend. You hit me up. Tell me, tell me uh, what the order of the albums is. Iron Man, Supreme Clientele. This is studio album, so no mixtapes. We're, uh, we're going two thousands because so Supreme Clientele. Okay, is Supreme the first Clientele. Two thousand. Bulletproof Wallets. Pretty Tony uh, album, which I'm a fucking brilliant. No, that's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, I, I know people love it. I'm just a bit like that on it. I, I need to revisit it to be fair. Jesus, that was my life. Fish uh, scale, yeah, yes, fucking great. please. I actually liked more fish, but I understand. I like more fish as well. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. And then it goes into a bit of different, like Big Doe Rehab, Ghostini, yeah, yeah. Wizard of Poetry, and Emerald City. What a fucking title! Uh, Apollo Kids, which is where he fucking brought it back. This guy knows how to bring shit back as well. Yeah. I love Apollo Kids uh, and Twelve Reasons to Die and all that stuff after that. But, uh, but that's yeah, five, you're right. His run, that five album run, mm, like mm. Cons- le- considering you love Bulletproof Wallets, I'm not. But that's a fucking amazing run. That is. I think he he maintained that Wu brand better than any Wu member until RZA probably stepped up again you know and it, it, it took a long time and Ray and Ray brought out a few better things later but at that time it really was Ghost carrying the Wu brand I feel yeah that run influenced Kanye like you were saying earlier mm-hmm. it influenced mm-hmm. MF Doom it influenced every single fucking rapper out right now who's yeah, making non-track Nicholas Craven yeah, Nicholas Craven right now he's probably one of the you biggest know, producers he, he, was, he was on News Round and he was fucking banging it wasn't he <laughs> for the uk head i can't wait uh, to i really want to watch nicholas craven's thing i just for some reason i can't stop, stop thinking, thinking about him. but i'm looking forward to it. you you've you've hyped it up i'm looking forward to it oh well Ma- we talk about uh, marsberg what marcianis marsberg non-90s but got a lot of 90s dna in that so yeah please do please do go to uh check that out cray08.com yeah, i'm looking forward um, to checking that album artwork uh i think it's yeah. obviously kind of iconic right yeah, yeah. Uh, no, don't throw around the term fucking iconic. It's just mates. It's mates, isn't it? That's why it's good. I do it's love mates. Mate. I do love That's mates. It. I think it's it mates. is iconic because of the Wallabies. I think Wallabies nah, became a thing nah. then. That's when they became People, a thing. You, you can't, like, the Kardashians have ruined the term iconic. You can't say Look, iconic. first you get the green joint, so right? Bam. And then you then you hit him with the blow. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's my really bad on. impression. Hold on, hold on. Ray just Ray just cited you watch the Kardashians, mate. That's- no, I'm just saying that they've you they've made the phrase iconic. It's iconic. They've taken they? they've taken that and they've fucking destroyed the word you can't use it anymore. Okay. I, I didn't how, know how? this. I didn't know this. Uh, so either way, I'm d i am i am not in that world, that. so I'll know, still use it. I know it. that. And tell me about this this fucking this very cold this cold stormy um battle. Uh Winter Wars, that's it. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do some research on that <laughs> a little I'm bit. I've broken right. Right. I think <laughs> I've broken right. He's talking about the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop mentioning I'm No, broken. you're saying uh, it's iconic and it's not iconic. Yeah. It's not, I, th- I think it is. The cover's iconic. I think it is iconic because no, no, no. people have riffed They're, on it afterwards. No, the Woo W is icon. That's iconic. Yeah, that's oh, absolutely. Hip-hop 100%. iconic. We, that's in a uh, very familiar fucking logo here. But, <laughs> there you go. Iconic. 
three mates in an album cover isn't iconic. It's cool. It's fucking cool is what it is. Oh, so you're talking about the actual makeup of the album cover. You're not talking about the legacy it's had. You're talking about just the actual album cover. No, I'm talking about the fucking album cover. Oh, I'm talking about the legacy. Fucking Jesus Christ. Aren't they two of the same? What conversations do you have at home where you have to We're talking about the album cover. You said album cover. And I said, yeah, it's mates. It's a great song. Ray's saying, be precise with your words. Be precise with your words. It's in a book, he read. Yes, yes, yes. Here's preciseness. The album cover is one great because it is colourful, mates, arranged brilliantly. And fashion, Wallaby Clarks, Wallaby Clarks, brilliant type, brilliant typography. Everything is fucking cool about it. And then as an extension of that through the years, it has become iconic. Now, disagree. Is is also by the way? Do go check out Sophia Chang. She managed ODB and Woo and all that, and she is brilliant on the pod. We had her on, and she talks about the <clears throat> album shoot for this uh, in the in the Patreon episode. We'll cut that bit in, actually. I think I reckon just put that bit in. But she was saying it was amazing because the whole fucking factory they were in a, like a warehouse, and there was just fucking so oh. many wallabies. Um, is, is that? Is, I'm looking forward to listening to that. It sounds interesting. She's brilliant. She's really good, Sophia Chang. Uh, yeah, she's got some mm. great stories. Um, but I was going to say feature trinity guys so uh, we like to on this pod well we've already talked about features being amazing kappa obviously having one of the best ones on this album but generally in the 90s we realized did he did he though <laughs> he had the best feature on the don't menace society don't menace to be society whatever uh, uh soundtrack have you have you watched uh, that film cam do you know i actually rewatched <laughs> the first hour about a month ago and just couldn't keep going i'll be honest it's just not actually it doesn't, it's not yeah, it's, it's not aged yeah I don't, do I we that. have I'm with you, Ray. That I, scene is iconic. Okay, <laughs> that, that yeah, right. Do you know what? We, we, we sh- we're going to do film reviews at some point and film revisits. Let's put that on the list. Um, I was actually going to say, so on on our feature trinities, uh, we like there's three people who fucking killed features back in the nineties, and that was either Buster, Method Man, or Nas. Now, out of those three, you can have more Meth if you want, or you can have Buster or Nas on this album. Which one are you going for, and do you have a track a home for them? Okay, I'm going to uh, switch up because I've just been thinking about Meth isn't the feature king of the nineties. Cannabis. Is a better feature king of the nineties. I would have cannabis on this because he was good at spitting some semi pseudo spiritual bullshit that sounded great, and he'd go good on this. So I'm putting cannabis on. Can I? Can I bus? Okay, not in the not in the rules. So you're out, Ray. Have you got? If <laughs> <laughs> you if you got if you've got any in within the parameters I've set, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I put Wuha um, era Buster. On Daytona 500. Oh, he's just gonna bring the he's just gonna bring the energy. Yeah. You've got to replace but, a verse yeah, though. He, Who's he, verse he, are you replacing? Be, no, not replace. Just put him on. Just put him on. Oh. Extra verse. I, I I'd love replace, that. I'd replace Ghost because you got we've got to keep Ray to start it off, and then <laughs> Ghost Ghost verses are all, fu- all the I fucking love, same. I think Ghost has got the best verse on Daytona. You can just replace it. Put anyone. That, put I think Ghost has got the best place. verse on Daytona. Sorry, lads. No, but either way. I was going to say, Buster's a great one. I had Buster on there first, but I was thinking, imagine just another world, uh, we have more meth, meth comes on, but with meth, let's just do another woo posse cut on the Daytona beat. Like, that. why wouldn't you want that? Like, come on, that would be yeah. amazing. So, yeah, uh, that was my little, it's a little bit of a stretch, but either way, that was where I was at. Um, and then Take we have, cannabis. finally... Put, okay. take, take cannabis. Take <laughs> cannabis and replace the whole wildflower verse and put him on that. On the beat. 
Yeah, just put them on that beat. Be way okay. better than that, that song. Beat is that, sick I've, as well, yeah, I've yeah. improved yeah. the album fucking massively. Right <laughs> Imagine what cannabis yeah, would yeah, be yeah. doing on spit on Just that. take just take any any like thirty two bars of a hundred bars and then just 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 insert it. In. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Just any, any of those. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Listeners, actually, if you want to email say, with actually doing that, I, I would was, fucking love that. If someone could just cut up some cannabis <laughs> on Daytona 500 or Wildflower, sorry, on Wildflower, email us, man, gmail.com. Hit us up. I want, I want to see that. Um, and last but not certainly not least, this is um, for the sample heads out there, the album Liner Note Geeks. I don't know if Jambo's no. checking out now. Are you checking, when are you checking out? You checking out now? <laughs> I don't check out. I just try and wind them up. I, d- I don't believe they exist, first of all. Oh, exactly. Or well, if they do, they fuck you. <laughs> so sample corner is where we talk about our favorite samples or things that we've derived from the album samples uh, i have a few here i need to jump into i feel there's so many amazing samples on this because i love soul music anyway but um i think anyone who's or i mean it's sampled a million times but bob james is Nautil- uh, uh, nautilus <clears throat> when you're using it on daytona 500 you're using it like probably the best you may ever use it if you know what i mean um i know that everyone used to say it used to be a beats in the park and at, the, at, the, at those jams bob james was fucking rinsing shit people were rhyming over it so i'm sure there's other things available to my mind i've not heard that sample used as well but than daytona 500 so yeah i think i think i remember watching an interview with him on that and he said it made him cry bob james did he's like oh that's made me cry he's used it that well brilliantly um Oh, then, because it because it's been used well. Sorry, okay, fine. Not not the opposite reason. That's made me cry. That's just fucking awful. <laughs> oh no, not the other reason. No, no, because it's used well. And my other one was we could talk about all the samples, but we need to. One thing I love about hip hop, and I've talked about this on the pod before, but I think the fact that hip hop is self sufficient in itself to hold up high art that could easily have been missed back in the day. So. Say uh, Gangstar, Big L, rest in peace. That whole sample of just Big L and the whole sample, Big L has been sampled over the years, has made him still consistently been appreciated at some level. And I feel hip hop does that all the time with every sample it uses. Bob James getting its flowers. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like stuff like Black Exploitation, you know, I love my film. I feel that probably did get slept on. I did not know much about that until Quentin Tarantino turned up. And then it was like, oh no, it's in all these albums. And I love the yeah. fact that's why they that get it on, preserves so Black well. Art. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it preserves Black Art. Sorry. The, we were kind of like Taranti- the Tarantino of hip hop or Tarantino is the mm. director. Like he, they, they're like one another. They just take a load of stuff, mix it all together, throw mm. it out there. It's entertaining, fun, not particularly deep. Uh, well, well pretends, pretends, pretends to be deep, but isn't particularly deep. I disagree um, on that point, but I do agree that they definitely take... But it's weird, isn't it? Because like, we're all into different things. If we were ever creatively minded and as good as any of those guys, it's it's, it's amazing the influences that own your... What do you mean, if? Can become... Yeah. <laughs> he talks to your fucking self, mate. Jesus. I, I await the new nice. albums, guys. I, uh, I await you, as, <laughs> by the way, did I just while we're talking about production... Um, did you uh, read the story of uh, the Delphonics being drawn into a shootout that Ghost was like involved in? <laughs> I did not read this. Because like, at this time he was like, uh, obviously got, he was, you know, like you were saying earlier, a massive soul fan. He got the Delphonics on uh, the album and basically they were driving somewhere. He, they were in a van behind him and he was in his car 
Mm. Uh, and he said that some guy was just, they were stopped for a minute and some guy was just literally like in a car, just looking at him like that, just looking. And, and the, he was like this, it was freaking him out a little bit. And mm. like the guy drive, drove up and drove back just looking at him and he was oh, like God. freaked out and he obviously the delphonics are there so he's like it's got you know it's got to it's got to show out a little bit so yeah. as the guy was driving away he just got his gun out and just shot at the car <laughs> and now <laughs> and like now he says i really regret it i felt a lot of guilt they shouldn't have been involved with that oh <laughs> oh man that's mad yeah, yeah that is yeah again there's a lot of stories and i'm sure we'll dip into those and so it's, he, he'll talk about it it's an actual Wow. In his, like on, I think he got like at that time he went to Rikers Island like shortly after or before to, on mm. gun charges. So yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if that was what it was in, uh, to See, do. See, there's with, a lot of this yeah. stuff because apparently he's this he was shot as he was shot as well, right? Sounds like, like ghost was shot sounds as like well. a sounds like a rumor that could be on some kind of a roulette. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got you covered. I've got stage. you covered. Rumor roulettes, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? It's your man, Bodie James, Concrete, this 227. Grizel Directors, man. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the Crate 808 Podcast, man. Tell them, man, the world know this shit on the flow, dog. There you go. Uh, I was going to say as well by that, these rumor roulettes, all that stuff. If you want more of it, hit us up, man. Email us because we don't know. We, we want to do more stuff that you guys like. Uh, but the Woo Chronicles is going to be coming and we're going to dive into more of this ghostness later. It might not be with Ray. It might be people who appreciate him a little bit more, but <laughs> oh, oh, we, we will get into it. Uh, now, Cal, lads, I've got a request. I've got a request for something that I want to happen on the pod. What should I do? Uh, you should email us at crate808 okay, cool. at gmail.com. Cool. Cool. Okay. Just, Thank you, just wanted to double check because I hadn't realised that. Yes, yet. there you go. <laughs> or you can hit us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, whatever. Just check us out, mate, yeah? And sign up to that newsletter and subscribe to this YouTube. Uh, right. Just give us a so, like. That's the most important thing, listeners. Don't listen to any of that. You don't have to come up with... Don't email in. I don't want to hear from you. What I want you to do is just click like and follow. That's all. He's all on about YouTube. The, he's all about the algorithm logistics. That's yeah, what he's about. that's what I want. Yeah. Uh, but I think it just leaves me with my third... 30 second conclusion if anyone's got uh, a timer at hand and then we can uh, wrap this up yeah should I, I put a timer on should yeah. I put so a timer Ray, on, Ray right? doesn't get Ray doesn't get a say on the out, on the album title then just you I just, think you went for a beer at that point through. mate I think you went you for a beer you, you, you threw your headphones yeah. down like a child <laughs> in now that's no, no, Ray do you have anything else on Iron Man generally in these categories come on I, I'm willing to hear from you come on what you got Basically, because I'm just going to tie it into a little bit of the, because we've not really re- referenced it in the sense of it, there being the battle of the three albums trying to get into Create 808. Mm. Maybe people trying to move away from that brand, but I'm not going to let it happen. <laughs> so what I thought about the um, the uh, the Iron Man title is very much like borrowed coolness. Like, you, oh, the Iron Man is, you know, Tony Stark's that whole thing. And that's the mm. same thing that uh, Jay-Z does on a whole shit. He, I don't know, he did, but does he, when does he let it go? The whole, you know, the... The pretend Scarface oh, um, thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, we're, we're going to go into it. We're going to go into it on on volume two, and um, I don't know when he ever stops doing it. But that's not good. I don't think that in, in the same way. I don't. I don't really. I don't like the whole because it was Ghost. It's fucking. His name's Ghostface Killer. Killer. Yeah. He yeah, can just yeah. call. He can just call every album Ghostface Killer. One, two, yeah, three, four. True. It would still be a fucking cool name. But then he wouldn't have had a cameo in Iron Man. So it worked out. Right? He probably still, he probably still would have. He's fucking ghost face. <laughs> have you, you seen that right, cameo, by the way, Robert Downey Jr.? It's really like, hmm, it's in a Marvel film. Really weird. Like Robert Downey Jr. just goes off to have a threesome, and you're like, what is this doing? Probably why they cut it. Probably okay. why they cut it. No, I haven't seen it. 
Oh, I've okay. got a question. I've got a question. Um, right. In Australia, there is a uh, food shop, food shop, food outlet called Toast Faced Griller that makes cheap yeah. cheese sandwiches. And they, and he went there and he performed on the top of a van while he was there. So That is there? incredible. Really? Has anyone got video or yeah. footage of that? I want to see yeah, that or a like, photo. To- if you just look it up, Toast Face Griller is a place in no, Australia. No, no, I mean, I've heard of Toast Face Griller. It's, it's literally there. You can see it from my flat. That's where Ghost Face performed that's outside my, your flat on a van. Yeah, it was That's a what you ago. lead with, Ray. That's what you lead with. <laughs> Toast face, this multiple toast face griller. Yeah, what what, what I said it's to you. It's a chat. Is way, it a chat? Your album, your album's in a debate, and I think it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Winter what? Winter what? I don't, think, I don't think it's shit. Daytona 500. I'd summer piece. I would have ex- explained, you know, the alien playlist to him. I said, look, you you got on it. You got on it. There's only a hundred. There's only a hundred <laughs> tracks. They're all from the eighties. There's fucking thousands. Well you done. use it every oh, week. Uh, oh, do you know I what? Sh- shook his I, hand. I, you know. I, I want to do. I want to do a little bit of that alien playlist on the Patreon. So if people do sign yeah, up, we I do get people. Good. I feel like we need to do a hundred episodes or hundred episodes, uh, just the hundred <laughs> tracks that are going up. Imagine that, jeez, I would not last. Yeah. But either way, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Are we going to do my thirty second conclusion then? Is there anything else, Ray? Is there anything else that you had? Yeah, I'll leave you. We've only been doing this for two hours, mate. You know what I mean? You've had time, <laughs> uh, right? So anyone got time? I will pass this up. So Cam, are you ready with your thirty second conclusion? I am. I've got the timer ready. Three, two. In fact, you should do the countdown. I'm in Australia. Yeah, because you want. Uh, yeah, three, <laughs> two, one, go. Whilst rounding off Riz's master plan. <laughs> Sorry, and, uh, that's it. Uh, it's about <laughs> Oh, time difference is a killer, isn't it? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> right, let's try okay, again. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Go. Whilst rounding off Riz's master plan and helping embed the woo in popular culture on a global scale, Iron Man takes you on a heart-racing ride through a unique world built around stories of family, black power, soul music, crime, heartbreak and earth-shattering language, while setting landmarks in stone for the rest of rap to look to. With all of this, Iron Man's biggest win may be that while birthing one of the greatest rap artists ever, it showed you can do it with honesty, heart, integrity and ingenuity. If you don't get it, it doesn't matter. The Ghostface train had left the stage and those on board were in for the ride of their lives for the next decade and beyond. So over. You went way over. Did I? Yeah, miles over. Did you not hear me? I made a really loud noise. Oh, no, sorry, man. I thought you were so obtruse, obnoxiously just shouted over me. It's usually. classic cam. It's classic cam. Just, just power through. Keep so talking. Just keep, what we'll keep do, talking. Got me this far. So, <laughs> can I just look over this my guy. shoulder? Look over my shoulder. Look at this guy here. Oh, just chill, cool. What do you think to Iron Man, Man, mate? James's dog mate, has joined us. He oh. loves your 30 second outros because they're yeah. actually like t- three minute, three minute outros. Nicely written, though, isn't it? Uh, right. So, it's good. it was beautiful. It was beautiful. So, guys. Disqualified. Disqualified. It's too long. But it's fine. It was good. It was there good. is no 30 second conclusion. <laughs> Ray's going to edit that out. Uh, so, man, I know it's turned to a long one, but I really, really enjoyed this chat. I hope people out there do too. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. We're on Clubhouse as well, create808.com. And check out the playlists. We've got our playlist on there as well. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to our YouTube. Get us in the comments in YouTube, by the way, because we get so many good people talking there. We want more of that and get a bit of community going and sign up to that newsletter because the Patreon is coming. Now, lads, leaves me with last great thing you heard. Have you got a last great thing you heard, guys, for me? Does it have to be hip-hop? doesn't have to be hip-hop, just the last great piece of music you heard. Okay. Could be old, could be new. 
Cassandra Jenkins, specifically a song called Hard Drive, really good. Uh, the album's lovely, but the song Hard Drive by Cassandra Jenkins. Check it out. It's lovely. Love that. Love that. Raymond Ridge, what have you got, my friend? The last great thing that I listened to was mm-hmm. actually... I might have mentioned it in the last episode, but who knows when this is going out? So this might be months away. Yeah, but, true. Um, it's Sci-Hi's 2017 album. You said this yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, he did it in the mailbag yeah, episode. But, yeah, but we're not with people that are listening. I'm going to know what <laughs> happened yesterday, are they? Yeah, but you're going to say it twice. Just yeah, come you, up with a new thing. What? Wait, sorry. I, I was supposed to listen, listen to something new since yesterday. I've been <laughs> listening listen to, to the same album. fucking album all week. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Let him have it. Let him have it. If it's no, the no, last no, great no, piece no, of music, he said. Cut No, cut this. no, no, this. no, 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 I realized, I realized why, why I came across it because I was like, why is it? Why did I come across it? Because he's had, he was in a crash recently, wasn't he? Ah, okay. He's, he survived, but and then because he was in, in my news, and then you know you, you go down the rabbit mm. hole, and then next thing I was listening to his album and like fucking Scott Bars is ridic- ridiculous. Scott Bars. Uh, my last one, uh, I only heard it this morning. Uh, it's on the Crate Eight Hundred Eight Bangers playlist. Uh, Your old Droog uh, from the Yod Fahim album. Uh, I shop entrees is fucking brilliant. That, I need to get into your old Droog. Do you know I'll what? Do you know what? That playlist is brilliant. I'm going to put it out there. It's the only playlist I listen to now is by Crate Eight Hundred Bangers playlist. So anyone else is liking it, let us know. And I might, hey, new music recommendations, hit us up. I might put some more. Yeah, on you there. should put. But you should put you for every 15 email pushes that you get do on it. <laughs> knock five of them off and do the fucking playlist. Spotify playlist and get mm. more listeners for that because it's fucking great oh thank you James well there you go I've been put in my place I hope you guys have a two now <laughs> so there we go right next up Jay-Z's volume two Hard Not Life those those, those skits Jumbo we've got to go in uh, right mate so thank you guys I appreciate you James catch you on the flip side okay I'm reloading <laughs> Raven Ridge I should catch you soon yeah, catch you next time when we kick something that means something. Nice, nice. Farsides Lab Cab coming soon too. Peace. 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 Bye, bye.